My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 114 today, and it means it's WWE Battleground. It's July 23rd for the Wells Fargo Centre in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Dan, are you excited for the show tonight? Bit, yeah. You know, there's, there's some good matches lined up on the card, and hopefully it doesn't disappoint. Yeah, I mean, the Owens-Styles match hopefully will deliver, and even a Nakamura-Corbin one. Uh, will be quite interesting. I think the thing about SmackDown, though, is that they do deliver better pay-per-views than Raw, so hopefully it will be a show to remember here tonight. But what better way to kick off than with kickoff? And our first match is Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. Now, before we get into it, should mention the Prediction League, of course. Every month, me and Dan, well, every pay-per-view, me and Dan, we do predictions for it, and a winner gets the pay-per-view point. And we round up scores at the end of the year for that certain prediction league. And then we add up the other two other leagues. We've got NXT TakeOver predictions. They course, bonus points as well. And then the winner gets the WNR trophy. <laughs> but, yeah, we start off and it is Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. I guess we should open up predictions, shouldn't we, really? So, Dan, a bit deja vu here because this was the kickoff match a couple of SmackDown pay-per-views ago. Of course, Ty Dillinger winning. Uh, Prediction-wise... James, who have you gone for in this match? Well, for me, it's quite easy, you know, because Ty Dillinger is one of those, like I say, I've been a huge fan of Ty for the uh, past couple of years. So, of course, I have gone for Dillinger. Dan, who have you gone for? I've gone for the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. So why have we gone Ty Dillinger? Dan, why have you gone Ty? I don't know, I've gone for Ty Dillinger because, you know, he's really over with the fans and I think he... You know, he deserves a win. He deserves to be on the main card, really. But, yeah. you know, a win on the kickoff will be just as good, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, Aiden English is going nowhere, isn't he? You know, since breaking up with the Vaudevillians. I know it wasn't down to him breaking up with them, but still. And, you know, he's not even a mid-card. And I think uh, Ty Dinninger can be in a champion. Most definitely, yeah, I agree with that. So as we start off these two men just trading wrestling holes, see if Dillinger can get an advantage. We see Renee Young, Jeremy King Lawyer, David Utunga and Sam Roberts on the kickoff panel. And we've seen Kevin Owens and John Cena being interviewed backstage ready in preparation for tonight at Battleground. Carmella was the guest on the panel. She had uh, a lot to say. She was be watching with um, intently later on, seeing as she is Mrs. Money in the Bank. And social media lounge, Dan's favourites, Mike and Maria Canellis. But we get onto this match. And the early going, Ty Dillinger seems to be in complete control of this match. And now he's stomping a mud hole in him and walking it dry. Ten kicks in the corner, I suppose. And the referee's kind of pulling Ty Dillinger back. And English got a bit of a cheap shot, headbutt to the nose of Dillinger. Yeah, and then he sent him in the turnbuckles. Where he looks to be in a little bit of trouble here, Dillinger. As Aidan English now 
raining down on those kicks. But has Ty Dillinger been lost on the SmackDown shuffle, Dan? I believe he has, yes. You know, uh, no disrespect to Ty Dillinger, but I don't think he's got the talent that a fair few on the card have got. So, you know, he might be lost in the shuffle, but... You know, at least he's getting a bit of air time, even if it is kickoff show. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I think Dinager can uh, be a really marketable star on SmackDown. Uh, but, no, not everybody needs to be a great wrestler to succeed. You know, Steve Austin and other people. I'm not the saying Miz. Ty Dinager is still a bit of a point as well, yeah. Oh, and Aiden English tried to get Ty Dinager down, but only got a two. Two. So is Aiden English, can we take Aiden English seriously, Dan? No, he's just a fucking idiot now. <laughs> and we've got enough of them with that fucking guitar playing douche. Yeah, well, maybe they can form a team, you know. Be like, well, yeah, the annoying cunts. The band. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got singer, you just need a drummer. I'm sure uh, R-Truth plays the drums or someone like that. Would English be better on NXT to go back down there, you know? Maybe build himself well, what up. what would they do with him on NXT? It's, well, then, you know, he can hardly fight for the NXT championship. Well, I don't know, you know, he's... Uh, NXT hasn't got a lot of hills at the moment, have they? And uh, to go back down there to even on the losing end of, you know, someone against, you know, someone like Ono or McIntyre or even Alistair Black. But then again, I suppose English is being used. He's uh, on the kickoff show again. Fair play to him for actually being there. Fans aren't really invested in this one. A lot of them are looking at their phones as opposed to the match. Yeah, it's if they've got enough time to get a drink before the uh, main card starts. But Dinager backs English up in the corner, breaks his submission. But English responds with a big forearm to the back and goes up top. Now English, what's he going to go for? Oh! oh! Looking to take Dillinger out, but Dillinger responds with a lovely drop kick to the midsection. If I was rating that drop kick, I'd probably give it a 10, down. Yeah. Now can Dillinger get back in the match? <laughs> Chops to English, but English puts him in the Irish whip. Oh! Crossbody takedown by Dillinger, and he's starting to build up a bit of steam now. Arm clothesline, boot to the face, and yeah, like you say, Dillinger... He's feeling it, trying to get the fans here on his side. And is he going to go for it? Oh, Ooh. pulled down the knee pad, ready to go for the tiebreaker. But English managed to duck out the ring. Oh, and English doesn't want any of it. Go on then, I'll take a count out. Dillinger walks in straight into a kick to the midsection. English throws him back in the ring. But I suppose English probably needs a victory more. Oh! Dillinger with a lovely backbreaker there. Goes for the cover, but English managing to kick out. Ah, first kick out of the night. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. English needs victory, but does he? Because Dillinger is is surely the star. Don't call me Shirley. He's surely the star in this match, and you know Dillinger getting the victory does propel him forward. You know, I think but English I, getting a victory over a star, I don't know. I think helps boost his ratings because, to be honest, you know he's not really got much ratings, is he? No, he hasn't. But I think it would hurt Dillinger a lot more than it would help English because then Dillinger would be the one who's lost to Aiden English. It'd be interesting to see what they would do from there as Dillinger's now got Aiden English. Looks like he's going to superplex him. Oh, but English holding on for dear life and trying to fight Dillinger off. Oh, and it's succeeding, isn't it? And English now a headbutt. Oh, knocks Dillinger down to the mat. And now top. Big cross body. Dillinger rolls through. One, two. Yeah! Oh. Kick out. Oh. And now he's going for the tiebreaker, but English got hold of the top to rope. the top rope. He's got him well scouted whiplash-like manoeuvre on the back of the neck. Yeah, hangs him up on the top rope, and oh, front-face DDT. English going to go two. for the cover. Oh, Ooh. but Dillinger managing to kick out. Ah, and that was close. That's as close as I want it to come in this match. Dillinger to get the victory. And of course, we should say prediction-wise, I am 20 
And oh, I haven't lost a pay-per-view since NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. But you've not won every single one. Let's get this clear. Oh, I've yeah, drawn no. a few. No, I mean, like I say, it's 9-4. So there's five yeah. difference at the moment this year in pay-per-views. But as a record as a whole, I couldn't believe it when I looked. And now English... Making it sound like you're the undertaker, but you're not. <laughs> going, oh no, look at English. Tim Dillinger doing a 10. Well, has he taken too long? Dillinger's recovering, surely. It's 10 minutes to battleground, <laughs> and don't call me Shirley again. It Fucking is 10 hell. minutes, yeah, 10 minutes. And what's English doing? He's going to try and hang Dillinger up. Oh, but Dillinger managed the sunset flip, but English. Oh, went for a pin himself. Dillinger turned it. Oh. English kicked out and, oh. oh, went for the uppercut and Dillinger moved and now the punch is in the corner. And Tyler now, with a oh. 10 punches to the face, but English manages to slip through his legs. I thought the fans were responding then and English has got him. Fucking, what's that? Like a full Nelson reverse slams. Got him. Oh, oh. shit. And English has beaten Dillinger. And listen to that crowd response. <laughs> Nothing. I can't believe that English beats Ty Dillinger. Shocking, Dan. Wow. English uh, completely mocking Dillinger, giving him the perfect zero. Well, what did you think of that match, Dan? That was quite a good match, to be honest. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm surprised how good it actually was. It really picked up. Uh, and English gets the, well, I guess the definitely is the upset pin. And uh, we'll see what happens as these two men go along. But uh, you don't usually get Hills winning on kickoff. And that's why usually... We do the baby faces, but it does mean that we do not get a point and we with zero each. Well, we've got the perfect zero. Yeah, we, we could go, don't say that, go forward and have the worst score. But anyway, the next time you hear my voice will be live for the main show of Battleground. So let's have a look at the promo. These colours are worn with pride. They bring hope and leave legacies. These colors are earned, fought for with courage. Failure is not an option. These colors do not run. Your American dream is nothing but a lie. In my country, we go out there, we march, we show our strength. America is a joke. I will prove to you how much fight America has. Why don't we set that flag up in a corner? I'll set the United States flag up in a corner. And Rusev goes one-on-one with John Cena in an old-school flag match. These colors are steeped in tradition. 1.3 billion people of the great nation of India know that the modern-day Maharaja is the greatest champion. He disrespected my family right in front of me. Put me in a match with Jinder Mahal for the WWE title. Randy, you got your rematch. However, Jinder Mahal chooses a stipulation. I don't give a damn what the stip is. That title's coming home where it belongs. It will be you and me locked in a Punjabi prison. One of the rarest and cruelest matches. This is a vicious structure. The only way to win is to escape. 
These colors lead to opportunity. There's going to be a five-way elimination match. The winner of that match will face the SmackDown Women's Champion at SummerSlam. The colors tell their story. America is a cancer to the world. At Battleground, this flag will fly high! And their story begins. This is going to be your view when you hear and your new WWE Champion on the Battleground. I do what it takes. James, what did you think of the opening promo? Well, today it's all about pride. It's all about passion. It's all about being American, basically. As we have a flag match here tonight, we've got a Punjabi prison match, and it's all about zero nation the battleground is tonight the line has been drawn and we're going to see loads of battles here on the ground <laughs> i see what you did there no uh, to be fair though it is one of the worst uh, opening promos we had compared to um the great balls of fire one last month i mean this wasn't very good but we start off as we hear Big E doing uh, new day's entrance it looks like it's going to have tag team titles on the line as we start the show proper we do see Tom or Todd Phillips, JBL and Byron Saxton on the commentary team. And Dan, do you know something? I'll tell you, it's all about the numbers here tonight. Because we've got eight matches. We've had five breaking ground events. And we've had three Punjabi prison matches. And that's what it's all about here tonight. It's not the fucking Royal Rumble, you know. <laughs> I know, but, you know. James, what do you think of the build-up? Well, talk about build-up and a few. This has been going on, it seems, for a very long time. Ever since the New Day returned to smack or even debuted on smackdown and uh, very close weren't they New day took the easy way out last time round in a tag team title match and now they're here tonight the rap battle that these two teams had was very entertaining i will give them that and like they do have a lot of chemistry i quite enjoyed their last pay-per-view match dan i don't know what you think yeah it was very close uh new day almost had it then can i do one better this time well, we'll find out here, but let's see what we've gone for. Dan, who have you gone for in this one? I've gone for the New Day. The New yes, Day. I have. And I have gone for the Usos. Usos. I think the Usos. Well, Dan, why have you got New Day for? I, th- I think they've been the uh, the bigger thing so far, you know, out of the two. The Usos, they're relatively quiet. You know, they're, they're not bringing much prestige to the SmackDown titles you don't so i was gonna say i think the usos and new day are the best teams in wwe do you agree with that or not i don't know i'm not too sure about the usos i, I think the usos are, well i tell you the reason why i've gone from for is because they're, since their hill turn it's very rare that uh they change you know people change characters being the same person but just completely change it you know the usos were face painted up weren't they day glow orange and yellow the outfits and now they're kind of street fights now dressed in black and their heels they've uh, been tag team champions for a little while and i don't think the new day need a victory i think a Uso victory may be leading to one more match at SummerSlam. i think for me i think that's what the usos deserve yeah but wouldn't a Uso victory like kind of draw a line under this with the new day and uh if the New Day was to win, wouldn't then there be a rematch for SummerSlam? Yes, no, you, you, that way of thinking is exactly right. Uh, need, I, I think tonight I've gone for people I think might, you know, I want them to have the victory. You're now. kind of setting up for SummerSlam. 
Yeah, in, in my head, yeah. I'm thinking about Dillinger early when I got that wrong. And now the Usos, you know, stick another team. Because they're, they're going to need help. It can't just be Usos New Day throughout the rest of the summer. You're going to need some, a couple other teams in there. And I don't know what SmackDown has got to offer. You know, you look at American Alpha, they've gone now, haven't they? Vaudevillians were there, they've gone. Uh, Breeze Anger, we already know your thoughts about them. Don't exactly. So it's a difficult situation. It might be the New Day Usos feuding for the rest of the year. Now, New Day started off really quickly trying to get uh, an early victory over the Usos, but the Usos now are showing great tag team here, aren't they? Great tag teaming together. Well, you know, you normally kind of find that brothers work well together. You know, you've had the, the Hardy boys work brilliantly together. Uh, Dudley boys, their <laughs> <Yeah>. brothers. <laughs> Yeah, but you think about that. Brothers have worked well together. What the hell about twin brothers, you know? They're only mere minutes apart. He, he hot-tagged him in, didn't he, when he was giving birth? Uh, when mum was giving birth. Then you can't count out the New Day. Even though they're a face team, they've still got the extra man, and the man on the outside is the Big E Langston. Is that interesting to see that Big E, possibly the best member of New Day, is the odd man out in this match? I'll, I'll argue against that, and I'd say Kofi Kingston's probably my best member of New Day well I suppose it's interesting isn't it I think Big E's got the most potential I know Kofi's got experience I think we both agree maybe Woods is the weakest member of the stable well I constantly thought that but he actually does surprise me in the ring well can he get the job done here tonight and take home tag team gold for the New Day and a win tonight would mean they became is it right the first Raw and Smackdown tag team champions well I was looking at some uh, some figures and if Kofi Kingston, because he's in this match with Xavier Woods, he will become the only wrestler to win the WWE Tag Team Championships, the World Tag Team Championships, the Raw Tag Team Championships, <laughs> oh, and the SmackDown that's Championships. A, that's a cool little fact. If it happens, because it's not, because I've gone Usos, down, so I know the Usos are going to put ways here for predictions. Do you know who he won the World Tag Team Championships with? Uh, Evan Bourne. CM Punk. CM Punk. Fucking hell, back World in. Tag Team Championships. Evan Bourne. Our truth. <laughs> WWE Tag Team Champions. He won it with Evan Bourne, obviously, as well. Oh, and now Kofi's finally got the tag in, speaking of the devil. And he's springing in. Beautiful drop kicks here on Jimmy and Jay. And all decked out in the American flag as well. Like I said, tonight is all about America. Patriotism. It is. Kofi now. Going to go for the boom drop. Boom. Hits it on Jimmy. And the New Day might be finishing here quite early. Biggie's looking. He's got a crowd behind him as well. He's going to look for um, trouble in paradise. Oh, no, but Jimmy had it scouted and ducks out of dodge. Kofi's on the apron, but managing to block that. Oh, oh takes out Jay as well, who's walking past. Low bridges Jimmy. Both Usos are on the outside. Is someone going to go flying? Well, Kofi tags in Woods. And now it looks like, yeah, Kofi's going to go to the top. <laughs> oh. Goes backwards, but gets caught by Jimmy and Jay. Oh! Double powerbomb onto them wafer-thin mats. And James, we know how thin their mats are. They are. It is near concrete. And Woods comes diving off the apron. Gets caught with an uppercut by Jimmy. And Usos now, you would say, in complete control. Biggie can't do anything apart from try and get his guys up. Well, the Usos could win by count out here. They took the easy way out last How time. How do man. they know that Woods was a legal man when he had a blind tag, blind tag with Kofi? 
I'm not sure maybe the Uso Synergy knows what's going on at all time. There's now an Uso Splash. will end things now with Jimmy off the top. Oh. oh, but Xavier rolls inwards. And he's going to be caught. Oh! Turns Jimmy inside out. Oh! Goes for the roll-up, but Jimmy managing to kick out. Ah. So close there to get <laughs> to be tag team champions. And Woods, he's taking a bit of punishment. But now can he finish off Jimmy Uso? Willing Jimmy to get up. Is he going to try and finish him here? He is all springing up to hit the clothesline. Oh, oh only to land on Jimmy's shoulders. <clears throat> oh, back of the neck into the top turnbuckle. Very innovative from Jimmy. It, it was, and now both Luso's in. Is this going to be it? Oh, oh pop up Samoa and drop. This could finish Woods. One, two. Oh, oh but Woods managing to kick out. Oh. And definitely showing his toughness there as well. And now Woods backed up. Into that turnbuckle corner. Wrong part of town here. Kingston's still out from that double powerbomb. Woods managing to get up and deliver an elbow to the oncoming Jay. Oh, but Jay throws him over to the apron. Woods catches himself but gets caught with the right hand. Tags in Jimmy. He gets his legs taken out from underneath him. Oh, my God. Now, Woods fighting with everything he's got. And a kick to uh, Jay's head. And now where the hell's Woods going? Woods going up. And oh! Oh, he looked like he was going for a sound like a coast to coast, but gets caught with a super kick from Jimmy. Oh! Oh, come on. That should have been it there. And Jimmy's, look on Jimmy's face. Exact same look of mine. Even and Biggie. Biggie's yeah. got the same look as well. Yeah, Biggie can't believe it. But Woods it. showing his tenacity and managing to kick out of that. Oh. And now I'll... Jimmy wondering what to do to put Woods away. Well, Woods has been down, hasn't he? But not out yet. And now it might be a submission hold that Jimmy's been using for quite a while. He's got the hand tied up. He's got the leg back. It's like a half Boston crab with the arm tied up. And he got splattered. And Woods desperately again trying to get to that bottom rope. It'd be nice if he had someone to tag in, but he hasn't. Well, Usos have uh, definitely sorted out the numbers problem, haven't they? And now Woods, oh. Managing to get to the bottom rope and breaking the half Boston. But man, he's holding it in for the full four count. Woods managing to fight back Kingston. Just back into this. Oh. oh like a coup de grace while Jay, uh, Jimmy was over Woods' leg. Oh. Nearly finished him off. Oh. Jimmy managing to kick out. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable how close it was. Kofi springing back into life. Woods, uh, Langston asking the referee, how? How wasn't that free? How? Uh, springboard, but Jimmy ducked it. Catches Kingston with a super kick. That's it. Super kick. Jay now. Uso splash. And no, it is no, over. No, and no. Yes. Kingston with the kick out. Uh, Jay cannot believe it. He is... Beside himself. <sighs> you are in it by the skin of your teeth, my old chum. Well, you know what that means, don't you? New Day are going to win now. No, it doesn't. No, they're going to sneaky, sneaky roll up. Come on, Usos. Beautifully done. Usos have done nothing wrong as of yet in this match. Well, they've worked downwards. Kingston managing to just get back into it after the double powerbomb. And now they're working down Kingston. 
Well, that double team move on Kofi there should have got the cow. The super kick on Woods when he dived across. And now tag in to Jimmy, and now he's saying this is it. Uh, I think we're going to get dual moves here from the Uso boys. This is what we want. Double splash to end everything. But Woods pushing Jay off. Oh, don't give up, Jimmy. Oh, oh and Kingston moving out the way of Jimmy. Come on, boys, finish him. Uh, Kofi tags in Woods, and now what they're doing in the corner. Oh! Trouble in paradise. Trouble in paradise, and Woods. Oh! Big elbow. <laughs> no! That's got one, two, oh! three. Oh no! What a horrible way to start a WWE pay-per-view. James, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Shit! The new day have become new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And your new points leader, <laughs> me. Dan, what do you think of the match? I thought it was a bloody good match, you know. Uh, Usos was all over it, but... Just when it mattered the most, the New Day managed to get the victory and put it out of their asses. Yeah, I've got to say, even though I'm disappointed, don't get me wrong, uh, with the loss, I thought it was a really good match. Yeah, like I say, the chemistry between these two teams is really on show. It actually told the story of Woods being by himself in this match the majority of the time, showing his toughness, like say, man, a kick out, and also getting the winning pinfall as well. So yeah. it shows that Woods and Kofi can do it themselves without Big E. And even Woods, like you said, is uh, one of those guys to... is a real standout player at the moment. But I will say this, Dan, before you get too confident. You've taken a lead over the last couple of pay-per-views and I have pulled it back, you know. So it's not over until it is over. But we do start off... And Dan, that is your first point of the night. So on. After two matches, you move to one... And I stay on zero. What a match that was for the tag team titles. And we see AJ Styles getting ready backstage for his big United States title match against Kevin Owens. But they've just told us up next, it is Shinsuke fucking Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. And we've seen uh, Money in the Bank, Corbin getting involved with Nakamura, attacking him during his entrance. Speaking of, are we going to have an unpeded version now, Dan? I hope so, yeah, but... The kind of MO between these two now is attacking Nakamura as he makes his way down the ramp. Uh, let's see if we can have a perfect Nakamura entrance. Goosebumps, James. Actual goosebumps. <laughs> Probably because the fans are pointing at me. Well, Dan, apart from JBL and everybody talking over it, what do you think of Nakamura's entrance? I do miss the violins. The violin player coming out and playing him to the ring. You know, that kind of makes it special, especially for a pay-per-view, but maybe he'd do it on the big four. Has Nakamura changed from a special attraction to just another superstar now? Can you hear the crowd? 
Yeah, I know, but in the way WWE's booked him, not the way he's been treated. I mean, AJ Styles, the crowd treats him like a star, but you could argue maybe they've not used him best. Are they using Nakamura best? Well, that's the thing. If if they're always getting title opportunities and they're always in the main event picture, they're going to start getting booed before long. Look, I mean, everyone loved him when he was in the Shield. Now he's getting push after push after push after push after push. Yeah, no, you're right. He's you're getting right. booed constantly. Dan, when you're right, you're right. I've learned that in over two years of doing the podcast with you. As you see Baron Corbin coming out here, what have you thought of the build-up towards this match? Well, you know, they've certainly got a rivalry and it's, you know, it's good to have personal battles. I like personal battles. And, you know, this is certainly one of them. Do they match up well? Yeah, I think they do. You know, you've got the strong style of Nakamura and you've got the big guy style of Baron Corbin. So, yeah, you know, they go together like chalk and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, you know, say, big guy versus little guy. We've seen in the build-up for it, Corbin, like, say, attacking Nakamura all the time. But I move on to predictions. James, who have you gone for in this match? Well, hopefully I will get my first point of the night here. I mean, if it would be really disappointing. I have gone for Shinsuke fucking Nakamura in this one. Dan, who have you gone for? Please tell me Baron Corbin. I have also gone for Shinzuki fucking ah, Nakamura. Well, Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. Why do you think he's going to win? Well, Baron Corbin's got the money in the bank briefcase, so he doesn't really need the win. And if he, you know, loses, he could possibly cash in later on tonight. Well, exactly. After the hellacious... Punjabi, well, what we expect to be a hellacious Punjabi prison match. <laughs> no one noticed. Later tonight, you know, anything could happen. But like you say, Nakamura chance here. Nakamura doesn't look very impressed at the moment. <laughs> well, Baron Corbin's trying to give him some smack talk and Shinsuke's just rolling his eyes saying, yeah, whatever. So what does Nakamura have to do if he wants to beat Baron Corbin here tonight? Um, He just has to... Be Nakamura, you know, completely go off key and just do what Nakamura does, not be intimidated by Corbin's size. But he hasn't got that much of a size advantage, you know, height-wise over Nakamura. Well, no, Corbin, I always thought as a giant, but yeah, he's, I mean, especially because he's like Braun Strowman or something like that, he is just uh, quite a big guy, isn't he? You know, there's nothing really special. But like I say, Nakamura, uh, the way he fights, not when he's on his game, no one can beat him. Well, one man can beat him, Bobby Roode. But apart from when he's on top form, I don't think anything can get by him, you know? Because there is something very interesting. You gave me stats earlier about the money in the bank winners the past few years. Do you know what happens as soon as the person wins money in the bank? What happens? They cash in? No, they usually go on a losing streak. Is this, and that's why I've got Nakamura for as well. I think Corbin's going to start his losing streak because what they normally do, they have the guy losing all the time. So when he does cash in, it's a bigger surprise. Is that the right way to treat a man in a bank uh, star, do you reckon? Um, I don't know. If they want to be a reputable winner of the title, I think they need to have a few W's under their belt. Yeah. But hopefully he doesn't cash in anytime soon because I've got him on my year-end predictions for holding it for six months. Not Baron Corbin himself, but... Money in the bank winner holding it for six months. Right, plus. so there we go. I can't believe you still remember your year-end prediction. I can't remember anything. I think I put Hideo Tommy's NXT champion. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. But anyway, that's the end of the year. Don't forget. But Corbin, I think for Corbin to win this match, I think he needs to show a side of him that we haven't seen a lot. And that's what we have seen when he won Money in the Bank, that we've seen recently. And I think if he does that, he puts that into play tonight, 
then I think he can get the victories. He's got the deep bear hug on Nakamura. Throws him into the corner there with his power. Nakamura's in trouble early on in this match. But do you think as the longer this match goes on, the more it favours Nakamura? I think it does. You know, we, we, The thing about Nakamura that we know that maybe other people don't, who've not seen a lot of him, is the toughness of Nakamura. And he might get worn down a lot, but he's always got a way to reverse and get away out of things. Well, Baron Corbin gets him up, looks like a choke slam, but Nakamura there with a knee to the chest. Oh, beautiful. Breaking the hold. And Corbin is stunned, backs towards the ropes. And this is Nakamura at his best now when he can get strikes away, can't he? Oh, goes for a kick. Corbin ducks it, but he hits him with the next foot. <laughs> yeah, if one foot doesn't hit you, the other one's going to come along soon after. And now, is it going to be Kinshasa? Maybe? No. Going to go for those Miz kicks. <laughs> Doesn't sound much better than the miserable bastard, though. Well, at least Miz completes it sometimes because Corbin's caught that one. Wow, but he gets caught with a step up in Seguri. And then Nakamura charges against the ropes. Oh, running kick there. Nakamura's got some educated feet on him. He has, and now he's seen for the fans still love him. Yes, they do. And we're going to see some vintage Nakamura now as he backs Corbin up into the corner. Look at those forearm strikes, Dan. Look at, just look at them all. Uh, forearm to the head, forearm to the midsection. And now he's got his foot and he's just shaking his foot against the throat of Baron Corbin. And now Nakamura's setting Corbin up on that top rope. Oh, well, he's certainly not too big to be set up across the top rope by Nakamura. Oh! Running knee to the midsection. But that might not keep Corbin down. Nakamura's going to go for another one. Oh, second one and Corbin's. <laughs> Maybe the end of days for Corbin. Yeah, oh, imagine to kick out though. Oh. And Nakamura trying to be the King Shasha here tonight. <laughs> Nakamura said, that's enough, I'm going to go pin him now. That'll do, but he doesn't. Corbin's shown his strength. He's got to avoid the strikes of Nakamura somehow. Irish rip attempt reversed. To the corner. But Dodgers are charging Corbin who then does a U-turn around the ring post, comes in and just floors Nakamura with a big clothesline, goes for the cover, both legs hooked, oh. Oh, but Nakamura managing to kick out. Ah. Turned him inside out with that clothesline, got added momentum by running round the ring post, but Corbin can't put Nakamura away, as we see another free play of that. Oh, he turned Nakamura inside out, but gets caught with Nakamura's feet as he <laughs> flipped round. And now Corbin... Laying on the punches. Big strike to Nakamura's face. I mean, there's one thing about Baron Corbin that should be said. He hasn't reached his full potential here yet, has he? You know, <clears throat> There is still so much for Corbin to learn and to, to put into his, uh, his wrestling. He picks Nakamura up now for a suplex. Uh, but Nakamura with a lovely kick to the head, a uh, knee to the head, follows up with another two more knees. Oh, <laughs> third time as well. Well, Corbin can't block them. And uh, Nakamura's got him. Can Nakamura power Corbin up for a suplex? Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Couldn't quite power him up, but a face buster do the job just as well. And now Nakamura in a corner. Is it possible that he's going to look for it? Can he finish Baron Corbin off? It looks like he's going to go for the Kinshasa. No. Oh. oh. Tilt a well. Slam there by Corbin. Reverses Nakamura's momentum, but only gets a two count. Two. And that was too close for Nakamura. Come on, Nakamura, don't let me down, man. I haven't got a point yet in this. Shinzuki Nakamura. Yeah. 
He won't let you down unless Dan's going for him for predictions. <laughs> I am wearing my Nakamura shirt as well. You are. With pride. Uh, Nakamura and Corbin both struggling to get to the feet. I mean, like I said, strikes on Corbin have been taken, has taken it out of him. Both men struggling to get to a vertical base, but up at pretty much the same time. Yeah, and a punch. It looked like Nakamura maybe blocked that, but Corbin managed to get a couple of strikes in. Well, Nakamura responding with three of his own. <laughs> but both men blocking and dodging each other. That was cool. That looked like, a, you know, the, the action fights in movies. Exchanging strikes and Nakamura turns it round. Oh, like a backstabber. I don't think he got all of it, though. Corbin still... Oh, I was about to say, still with it, but Nakamura catches him. Huge boot to the face. Lovely leg drop to the back of Corbin's head as he was trying to get up. And now the fans firmly behind Nakamura. It's time, Dan. Finish him. Here we go. Come on. Come on, Nakamura. Take your time. Well, Corbin's taking his time to get up, but is that just giving himself time to recover? Exactly. Maybe he's playing possum. Hello, possums. Nakamura now going to go pick up a down Baron Corbin. He's in serious trouble. Exploded suplex. No. Oh, that was a low blow, like a, a donkey kick, and, and that's it. called for the bell. Well, Nakamura wins, but by disqualification, what a weekend to that match. Well, I don't think Nakamura won too much there. <laughs> but a point is nonetheless, James. Uh, well, I'm a bit disappointed. I quite enjoyed that match. Dan, what do you think of the match? Uh, it was too short for my likings, to be honest. You know, I thought it could have gone on for a bit longer, and... Had a definitive finish. I mean, you know, neither man was looking to get the upper hand during this match. You know, it was a very good back and forth match, but too short for my likings. They matched up quite well, but I think it's an awful finish in it. And a finish that you can see by the fans' reaction doesn't be doesn't deserve to be on paper, does it? You know? No. And Corbin, even though he's smirking... <laughs> no, he's not. He's just got a grin on his face. ...has uh, taken the Money in the Bank briefcase... But that takes his shine away for Nakamura, who does get a victory. But still, this is not over between him and Corbin, is it? Far from it. But that does mean, we should say, as Baron Corbin doesn't look to be finished with Nakamura yet. Hang on a minute. Well, he's just made a U-turn, coming back to the ring. He's got a briefcase in. Oh, straight to the midsection. Oh, fuck. And an end of days. See, if he'd have done that during the match, he'd have won it. But he didn't, and instead it makes him look a bit weak, and it looks Nakamura a little bit weak, a bit beat down afterwards. Not a great night for Shinsuke. He won the match thanks to a low blow, they got beaten up afterwards. But yeah. at least at least we had his entrance, so I suppose there is positives we can take out of it. And yeah, another pos- positive we can take out of it is another point. Well, first point for me. Yay! Dan, you moved to the lofty heights of two. Two. So two out of three ain't bad, Dan, as you start off. I've got my first point. It's just the start of the Rollins comeback, eh? And we've still got plenty more to come here. Who can forget the Punjabi prison match? Corbin looks like he's got a black eye. Wouldn't be surprised after those knee strikes as my Nakamura. Maybe he laid in the briefcase just to say, there, yeah, that's what you've done to me. We saw AJ Styles earlier. And now we see Kevin Owens more focused than ever to reclaim the United States title here tonight, but what match is next? Oh, I'm sure JBL, Tomato Phillips, and Byron Sachs is going to tell us. 
Oh, big match up next. Five-way elimination match for the number one contendership for SmackDown's women's title. The match will be at SummerSlam, Dan. And it is Becky Lynch versus Lana versus Natalia versus Tamina. And who can forget versus Charlotte. Let's have a look at the promo. Brightest star, the champion, Naomi. A good champion accepts and loves competition. And I think the more women I face, the more experience I have in the ring, it's only going to make me a better performer. I'm the champion, and I want to show the WWE Universe why I am. I want every match to be my biggest challenge, because I ain't come here to play. I'm here to glow, and my glow will always be on. There's going to be a five-way elimination match between Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Tamina, Natalia, and Lana. The winner will face the SmackDown Women's Champion at SummerSlam. The land of opportunity is going to be ruled by the one and only Ravishing Lana. It's Tamina's time to become the number one contender. I am Natalia Neidhart. Wrestling royalty. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Charlotte Flair, the greatest superstar to set foot in this ring. The queen is coming for her crown. Everything I have fought for has led me to this moment. Here. We are looking at what could be the new number one contender and the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Who is going to earn a SmackDown Women's title opportunity? Do what it takes. Feel the glow. Well, as we see Naomi coming out here for commentary, Dan, do you think she's done a good job as Women's Champion? I think she has, yeah. You know, she thoroughly deserves it and she's making the women's division a lot more entertaining, shall we say. Yeah, I've really enjoyed Naomi as women's champion. Brings a different feel to it, doesn't it? It's something we haven't had before. And not just because she's black, even though I think that should be mentioned. Because uh, not enough, you know, black superstars. And as we've said, you know, the only black WWE champion I can think of, WWE champion, is The Rock. Off the top of my head. He's not even black, probably. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it's great for Naomi, especially with the glow gimmick. It's something that was a bit silly at first. Nice shoes. Mark Henry, champion. Well, champion. Oh. Yeah. I thought that, and there's someone else as well who's black. And I don't know. Uh, Ron Simmons, WCW world champion. Uh, Booker T? Booker T, world champion. That's the other one. He was world champion. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, uh, and the thing is with Naomi, I think we really intend the glow gimmick started off as a joke, you know, uh, and it's become something that is really enjoyable, isn't it? Well, she started off with just her glowing shoes <laughs> and now she's got a glowing women's championship. Yeah, Dwayne called it, you know. He looked into the future and said, this is what's going to happen. And as we predict what will happen in this match. So, James, what do you think of the build-up to this match then? I, I think it's quite exciting that, you know, at a, what we say is a, a, a secondary pay-per-view to have a number one contendership match. I think that's what these pay-per-views should be used for to set up the bigger events. Uh, it's a bit of a shame Naomi's not having a match. But then again, it's lucky it's not against Lana again. So I will count my chickens. Uh, and, and as we've seen, all five women have got a point to prove in this match, haven't they, Dan? You know? but, uh, so we see Becky Lynch coming out here first, Dan. 
So what do you think they're doing with Becky Lynch? Surely the last kicker deserves more. I completely agree with you, Dan. I know you're a big fan of Becky Lynch, aren't you? Of Becky Lynch? Yeah, and um, I think she does deserve more. What do you think? Most definitely, you know, I wholeheartedly agree. Not just because she's British, but proved it time and time again in the ring. And yeah, you know, she definitely deserves... To be out there contending for the championship. Would you rather have her as women's champion than Naomi at the moment? No, you know, I'm happy with Naomi being a champion, but, you know, I'm just glad that Becky's getting a chance. Uh, I think, yeah, but I think Becky, does, I think she needs to be a serious contender. Uh, hopefully in the superstar shake-up or whenever it is, the draft, she can go over and, you know what I mean, uh, be a big t- big-time player, you're feuding against maybe Bliss or something like this, even though we've seen that on SmackDown before. You know, I think Lynch does deserve a bit more of a chance, as Tamina's coming out here now. Can Tamina be used as a monster, or maybe team up with Ajax? What do you reckon? Well, you know, they could be the female authors of pain, I suppose. This is what I had. I was thinking about it. It was like, you know, wouldn't that be so cool, these two big women as a tag team? And if there's anybody that could ever be Oscar... These two women team together. It would be pretty impressive, Dan. Well, they'd probably have as good a chance as any. I don't reckon they'll win, but yeah. you never know. Well, does Natalia deserve more than a chance to be a... Well, does Natalia deserve a chance to be a serious contender? Well, as Natalia comes out here, she's been there the longest out of the, the women involved in this match. And she's had some horrible gimmicks. That's not the fuck that she was given. And through it all, she's kept going, kept going, associated with the Heart Dynasty, associated with everybody else like this. You know, I think Natalia is a great worker. I don't think they're going to give her a chance. I don't give away predictions. But I think maybe she, yes, she does deserve a chance. Is she just there to make up numbers? Yeah, like like Tamina, she definitely is. Yeah, yeah, and like this next woman coming out as well, Lana. Yeah, well, as Lana make up numbers, I don't think she deserves to be in this match. I mean, Lana, for me, is a a bygone era of the good-looking women who... shouldn't be anywhere near wrestling ring. And that's not me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying. Aside from Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, Trish Stratus would be one of those who was a model at first and then came over and took wrestling seriously. She should stick to being a manager. Yes. Is that, I don't think Lana's got any God-given talent apart from, you know, the look she was blessed with. Uh, and it would have been a different story with Lana and Rusev if instead of uh, announcing their engagement, they'd gone with a storyline with Dolph Ziggler involved last, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So it's their own fault, really. I've got a question for you about Charlotte. Go on, then. All right. Is it only a matter of time before Charlotte reclaims her throne as the number one woman? Well, you know, since she's not getting any help, she's kind of <laughs> slipped down the rankings, really, isn't she? she? She has, if you really think about it, yeah. You know, she was going undefeated pay-per-view after pay-per-view. What was it, 14 pay-per-views in a row? She had a streak? It was, not as long as my prediction streak, but yes, 14 and 0 at pay-per-views. And, you know, she was doing so well. Yes, and then since the kind of quasi-face turn, it's not really been right. But is tonight the night? Dan, predictions, who have you gone for in this match? Well, she's never let me down before. I've gone for Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> And I have gone for Charlotte in this one wow. as well. What are your reasonings behind it, Dan? Um, because I've gone for her so many times and she's let me down, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to have a change of faith and I'm going to stick with Charlotte. She's your Bailey, isn't she? You know, after all this time, you finally realise that you jinx, you're a jinx. But 
as the five women square off now. Of course, this elimination, so last woman standing as Lana goes to kick Charlotte from behind. So do we get a point for the longer they stay in? <laughs> We're both going to say yes, player. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Charlotte. So you get one point if they're eliminated first, two if they're second, <laughs> three if they're third, four if they're fourth, and five if they win. Charlotte sending Lana out, and now Natalia and Charlotte going at it. They're like sharpshooters, and she kicks her off. Oh, and then Tamina throws Becky Lynch straight into Charlotte's midsection and gives Charlotte a big headbutt. I think what is good, though, about the women's division, and even, like, I'm going to talk about you, the growth that you've made on this is when women's matches were on when we first started watching, it weren't really paying attention. And now, no matter what woman is in the ring now, I know you would know her name. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. the exciting thing as we build towards the, the women's, the May Young Classic, which is going to be in September. It's going to be huge now. We're going to have so many podcasts that month as well. Well, I don't think they're, they're card fillers anymore. I think, you know, they've got a legitimate reason to be and they've definitely made their stamp and made their place known. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's credit to everybody involved, you know, and even Lana can be in a match and we accept it. And at the moment, she seems to be, in, she seems to be doing okay. As Tamina's in the ring, they're going to go for it. Double team Charlotte. Oh, and Lana with the elbow and Charlotte as Tamina and Lana taking over. And Tamina's going to go slam Charlotte. And Charlotte reversing that, showing her toughness, getting Tamina down. And now face-to-face, Lana and Charlotte. Now it's time. To, you're going to pay, Dan. You're going to pay. You're going to pay. There's no forgiveness this time. Oh. But Tamina grabbing Charlotte's leg and get so uh, Lana can kick her in the head. Two. Oh, but Charlotte managing to kick out oh. and keep herself in this match. Match. But what is good strategy, though, is the fact of teaming up on Charlotte. You know, you get the strongest woman out, so to speak. And then from there, you know, you've only got, you, you team up, you take each of the members out until finally Tamina and Lana. Don't really bat Lana's chances when she does, if she was to face Tamina one-on-one. But I don't know where the other two women are. I mean, Becky Lynch, well, cause she got taken out by Lana early. We know that much from Natalia. But you're not going to see many saves... When it comes to the pinning attempts in this match. Yeah, you don't need it. You really don't need it. I mean, keys to victory, Dan. What does Charlotte have to do if she does indeed want to win this? I think she needs to get out of the ring or get some help. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she needs Becky to come in there. I think, you know, them to have got a bit of a bond. So, you know, hopefully they can team up and try and split Tamina and uh, Lana up, which... As I say that, Becky Lynch comes in and starts working over Tamina, uh, over Lana. Yeah, and now Charlotte and Lynch. Going to show they're such a great tag team. Going to suplex stereo. Oh. oh, well done, them girls. Yeah, fair play, Charlotte. I mean, it was like a Lynch mob beforehand, though. Hey, Tamina's like a unit, but Charlotte's showing flair there in the ring and managing to get Tamina out. And now it's going to be one on one. It's a match everybody wants to see. Becky Lynch and Charlotte. My both man, women managing to bridge out of each other's pen attempt. Bridge. And then a deep arm drag there. I feel like they're matching up to each other. I think Lynch has got the upper hand, but as I say, that she <laughs> runs into an elbow from Charlotte. I think Charlotte will be doing okay. Oh, she did. Neck breaker. Oh. Oh, lovely swinging neck breaker there by Charlotte. Is she going to go for the pin? No, Natty's back in. Oh. oh, steps on her back. Drop kick to the chest. No, no, goes no. Goes for no. the cover. No. No, 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 no. Charlotte managing to kick out. Now oh. she goes to pin Becky. No. But Becky manages to kick out. Oh. Who would you want to see as the last two in this match? Obviously Charlotte. but uh, Charlotte and Lana. 
Fair play. Fair play. It's Lynch. Now close-sided Natty. Nice little nip up by Becky. Oh, spinning heel kick now. That looks like it's a bit south of the border. Oh, now Lynch. Oh, oh Fisherwoman suplex there. Sending Natty rolling to the outside of the ring. But in comes Lana. <laughs> well, Lynch is taking it to Suplex City now. Oh, lovely suplexes there. Takes Lana out. Can she get Tamina up? No, Tamina, you've got to... Oh. oh, no, she fights out of a big elbow, delivers a super kick, drops Lynch. Just like a murderous father. Now she's got Natty. Oh, oh Samoan dropped to her. <laughs> now Charlotte comes in and clotheslines her and takes her out. Oh, now she's going to try and pin Natalia. Well, no, no she's not. figure eight. Oh, no. But she gets rolled up. One, two. Ooh. Oh, but Charlotte managing to kick out. Oh. I don't think this is going well for us. Charlotte's had like <laughs> fucking five pin attempts on her already and the match ain't even four minutes old. She's been involved in a match since the very beginning and now she's in serious trouble being caught with the sharpshooter by... There's no point. No one, no one needs to come in to save her. She's caught in the middle of the ring. Don't tap out, Charlotte. Do not tap out. And Lana's in. Save on Charlotte. Well done, Lana. Is it because... But she my... goes for the cover. Two. Oh. oh. She can't keep Charlotte down, though. Down. And Lana's screaming in frustration. Maybe she stopped that because she wanted to pin Charlotte and make a statement. You know, many people say she doesn't belong. Uh-oh. Oh, well, this is what you call a statement, a disarmer, and it's locked in. Oh, she's got that ripe, and Tamina's going to try and save her. And a brutal super kick to the back of the head. And now Tamina Samoan drops Becky Lynch. And this is not looking good for the last kicker. Oh, <laughs> But Tamina there with a spear on Charlotte, sending them both <laughs> crashing to the wafer thin mats below. Fair play. And now Lana's all alone in the ring. And now Goes she... for the cover on Lynch. One, two. She's going to get it. Oh, but oh. Lynch kicks out, locks in a disarmer. Ah, uh, and submission deep in. Tamina's not here to save you now, girl. <laughs> and Tamina saves her. <laughs> Yes, I think this podcast should be called As I Said That. And now Tamina got Becky Lynch up. She's going to finish Becky off now. Oh, no. Becky Lynch gets (laughs) out. Elbows to the face. Disarmer. Well, no one is going to stop this submission. Tamina's got it in. Uh, Lynch's got it in Tamina. (laughs) Oh, and Tamina taps out. She's the first one eliminated. Oh. And now Lana is pretty much all alone in this match. Easy pickings already. Your arm hurts. Trying to take advantage of Lynch. Not recovered yet, maybe. Gets caught in a disarmor herself. And that submission in. Oh, oh, and she taps out as well. Ah, and Lynch saying, two down to the girl. She'll be all right, Lynch. Doing very well in this match. Oh, but Natty in with the roll-up. Got a handful <laughs> of tights. And Lynch has been eliminated. Whoa. Come on, we're in the final two, James. Yes. Come on, Charlotte. Oh, yes. Big, Big kick to the face. This is it. One, two, three. <laughs> oh. Kick out. Oh. The winner goes to SummerSlam. Is Charlotte going to put the figure eight in? No. No, Natty with the cross arm breaker attempt, yeah. it looks like. But Charlotte's blocking it. Well, the power Rolls her up. Charlotte. One, two. <laughs> oh. The count's coincided with the forearms to the face. But the power of Charlotte picking up Natty. Oh, my word. Come on now, Charlotte. Can she get her up? Oh, they're bumping fannies. <laughs> Natalia holding on for all she's got. See how much you've improved. She's got her up for the powerbomb. Oh, oh, hits it. Come on. One, it. two. 
set out. Put your one ahead. <laughs> well, when he goes down, most referees count that as the first one, but he don't, obviously, Charles Robinson, you dickhead. <laughs> and Charlotte, nearly in tears. Can't believe how close she was. Saying it was three, wasn't it? Yes, I know I was counting three as well, Charlotte. But Charlotte, it's your time. Your time is up. No. Natty's time is up, your time is now. Well, Naomi's saying this is fantastic. Each woman, what it means to them to be women's champion, and it'll be an honour to face girls. And now Charlotte put Natty in position. Surely. Don't call me Shirley. This is the end. Oh. Shooting star press attempt, but. Uh, Moonsault attempt, but Natty gets the knees up. Thank you, James. Oh, my word. Natty blocks it. And Charlotte, look at the face. I can't believe it. Natalia has put up And now, oh! Oh, rolls up Charlotte into the corner. And I think the back of her head hit that bottom turnbuckle. Two. Natalia going for the pin! (laughs) And Natty, no chance, has won the match. (laughs) And James is Vince McMahon in his ear. (laughs) What? The one certainty for tonight was that Charlotte was going to win. And face Naomi and Natalia has swelled and beaten Charlotte. And look at the seriousness. Seriousness. <laughs> look at the look on her face, Dan. She means business. Oh, I know. But Naomi's in the ring with her glowing title and glowing hair and glowing shoes. <laughs> Offers Natty a congratulatory handshake. What will the Hart family member do? Well, it's all about business. It's all about the women's title. Shake her hand, Natty. Make the match. At SummerSlam. Be a man! Yeah. Oh, she's not being a man. She's walking away, showing disrespect. Like it. Nice recovery, Naomi. Uh, <laughs> Dan, Natalia done it. What do you think of the match? Fair play to her. Um, you know, the end was a bit soft for my liking, but Natty's done it and she pulled it out of the bag. I mean, it's about time she had a chance. You, well, this is what we were talking about, wasn't it? And, and yes, it is good. It's just a damn shame for us that we went for Charlotte because... We got so close. You shouldn't have jumped on my bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going for Charlotte again. Well, I've never, I've never had the best of luck with women. She can go to her well. We're taking that away. What about wrestling? Yeah. But, I mean, tonight I am a little bit shocked that Taylor's done it. It's a nice surprise, though. Not like the end of the Nakamura-Corbin match. I don't know about you, but I, I, I've enjoyed the matches so far, apart from the end of the last one. Yeah. I think this has been good. I don't know which is better between this one and a tag team match at the moment. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe the tag team match. But at least we know now our first match official for SummerSlam is going to be Naomi versus Natalia. Uh, so that means uh, that neither of us do get a point. But Dan, you are still in the lead. 2-1. Uh, I don't like it, boys and girls, but hey. Up next, it is <laughs> for the United States Championship. AJ Styles, the champion, going against Kevin Owens. And let's have a look at the promo. AJ Styles and Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. Smackdown Live. Shane said it, and now I'm saying it. It is the land of opportunity. Sometimes that opportunity comes when people waste, expect it. Like, uh, here. Nice spread ball.
cannot believe what just happened. This is what it's all about. MSG goes wild. People in the crowd can't believe what they've just seen. Now AJ Styles in the most prestigious venue in the world as your United States champion. We got a new United States champion. It was crazy. So the match that was going to be AJ Styles challenging Owens for his title is now Owens having a rematch for the title that he lost to AJ Styles. So, yeah, a lot has gone on here, America. The new face of America as he comes out here is United States title-less. What that means for the feud going forward, what it means for Kevin Owens, we just don't know. But yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Styles winning an MSG. A good one? It was a good surprise, yeah. Yeah. Just so, uh, goes to show that anything can happen anywhere. No, but it's been a good little build-up, hasn't it? I mean, Owens and Styles have had a pay-per-view match before. That ending in really horrible circumstances, wasn't it? You know, With so. Owens uh, trapping Styles' foot in the table. Yeah, so we'll see what re- reception Styles gets. We should say, yeah, Styles getting a superstar reaction is coming out. One thing might be noticeable, not there on his entrance or other people's entrances here tonight, Dan. No pyros, James. Yes, it is. And the reason for that, we should tell everybody at home, is It was because too many wrestlers was getting scared by him. (laughs) No, it wasn't that, even though that is an excellent idea for it. No, it was because WWE decided financially, it's not... They don't need it. You know, people are there to see a show and spending, you know, what it is, half a million on pyro every week or every month, not really worth it, you know? So, I'm not... We didn't even get a... Uh, fireworks to start the show, did we? No. Not enough, I remember. But we're talking about the United States title match. Dan, are you looking forward to this one? I am, yeah. You know, these two can have a great match if they do it right. So, James, the ultimate million dollar question who have you gone for well, in this match? I need a point back, don't I? I need a point back, even though these predictions have already been done before. So, I have gone for AJ Styles in this match. Why have you gone for AJ Styles? Why have I gone AJ Styles? Uh, I think after winning the title at Madison Square Garden just, you know, a week ago, I think Styles needs to keep momentum going, victory over Kevin Owens, and then maybe move on to something else, you know? You've got the John Cena possible rematch at SummerSlam. Nakamura's been talked about maybe for the United States title as well. So there's a lot of possibility for Styles, and I don't know if Owens and Styles have really clicked on pay-per-view and in their matches as I'd I'd really like, you know? But anyway, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? Well, you know, after recatching it, after catching the title, you know, recently, he's hardly going to give it away easily. So I've gone for AJ Styles. AJ Styles, yes. Like I say, it, it wouldn't make any sense, would it, if Owens was to get the title back now after making such a big deal of the, the house show change, you know, uh, as this match starts off. And we talk about, you know, in this match, we both want AJ Styles to win. What does Styles to beat Kevin Owens here tonight? Um, he needs to keep eyes in the back of his head for Owens' mind games <clears throat> and not get drawn into Owens' dirty play and just, you know, go out there, be AJ Styles, basically. Yeah, be AJ Styles and get the job done on Kevin Owens because, like I say, he's a better athlete. He's what he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, AJ Styles. Do you think the United States title is beneath him, Dan? Do you think he deserves more? No, you know, it does help give a bit of prestige to the title. So, you know, in, in that way, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's all good. As AJ Styles sends Kevin Owens to the outside, and Owens is going to get his bearings. <laughs> like I said, this has the potential to be a fantastic match. 
so we talked about AJ Styles and this being a good thing for him. What about Kevin Owens, Dan? Do you think the face of America is better than the prize fighter? I prefer the prize fighter. Do you think he should go back to that maybe after a loss here? Well, you know, I kind of thought he was going to be teaming up with Samoa on different shows, so it's not going to happen. But, you know, I thought they was going to make a quite a dominating team, you know, and be Triple H's henchmen, so yeah. to speak. You yeah. know, they're both going to dress up in suits. The new revolution and... type, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I, I think that would have been a good use for us. At the moment, I'm not sure, especially now they've taken talking us. Talk, talking a smack. Now, talking a smack. <laughs> away, talking a smack. Now they've taken talking smack away. Owens hasn't got a place to bitch and moan all the time, which I think him. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with Kevin Owens afterwards. I mean, like I say, I have no doubt in my mind that Styles is going to win this match. And then the early going, Owens and Styles, see who can get the advantage. And at the moment, it's Styles again sending Owens to the outside for about the fourth time in this matchup. Maybe Styles has got Owens' number. Is that a possibility? Well, you know, he's, I'm sure he's going to be wise to Owens' trickery. <clears throat> you know, he's not going to fall into the same trap twice, is he? Well, we hope not as they've gone to the outside near the announce table and <laughs> one of the Spanish announcers made sure he's not going to get caught. He's jumped to the barricade. A big Irish rip there uh, from Styles sending Owens' career in into the barricade. And now what Styles got planned, making a little run-up. Oh, it looked to go for a big splash, but Owens moved out of the way. Oh, now Owens got Styles up. Oh. oh. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's got to be a low blow, but nuts first into the ring post, and uh, Owens crawls into the ring to break the count up and goes back on the attack on AJ Styles. And this is exactly the, f- this is, this is the thing. <laughs> the thing is, is that... Corbin did the low blow, got disqualified for it. Owens does that, and that's fair game. Throws Styles back in the ring, hits a cent on. Oh, and he gets a two count, though. Two. Well, you know, if you hit them in the nuts, it's all right. But if you throw them <laughs> to the nuts, it's like if you bounce someone's head off the steps, it's all right. But if you throw the steps at their head, that's you get disqualified. Yeah. disqualified. <clears throat> and Owens just showing just how dirty he can be with a forearm to the nose of Styles. There's nothing nice about that. But do you think in their ways that Owens and Corbin are a bit too similar? I think, yeah. I think most definitely, you know, that kind of... It's, the problem is, it's maybe like if you put them next to each other, there's a big difference. But when you're watching their match, it's the same type of thing, isn't it? You know, like you say, you've got that aggressive style, that kind of attitude, you're wearing down the opponents. I mean, this... Is basically the same start as it was with the Nakamura. Yeah. You Instead know. of a bear hug, it's a side headlock. Yeah, and uh, Styles the same with Nakamura. That kind of uh, character to go against, you know, that kind of much loved face. You know, I don't think there's many people. I think there's more people maybe cheering for Owens than there is Corbin. But I think with Corbin, he suffers from a bit of silence as well from the fans. Yeah, the only difference is, is Owens shouts at his opponents yeah. or the crowd when he's fighting them. And I think in my man's eyes, you know, he definitely wants Corbin there to replace Owens as, uh, I, I feel like, one of the main event stars on SmackDown. I think you know, he tried for the Universal title and I don't think it, it worked out in the end, did it? You know, so... Well, you know, I don't think he had a bad run, but again, you know, with heels, they always have to have someone in their corner. You know, I'd, I'd like to see a dominant heel that can do it on his own, that doesn't have to yeah. resort to dirty tactics, that, you know, he's good, but... He's a bad guy. Yeah, he backs up 
A bit like Bobby Roode, you would say. <laughs> no. He doesn't need help to defend his title. You know this. Styles now trying to get some separation. No, he's just chucking him down the canvas, going for the senton. Oh, goes for his second running senton, but Styles gets the knees out straight to the back of Owens, and could this be the momentum turn that Styles needs? No, I think it is that little bit of separation. Just to get your breath back, get your, uh, and he said bearings again, get your, your wherewithal as he's fighting now with a forearms to Owens. On a lovely kick combination, goes for the spinning elbow, but Owens ducks it, plants him with a DDT. Oh! And Styles nearly got undone by the quickness of Owens, but Styles managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And now Owens gone back into that deep side headlock. Can Styles somehow get out of this? And the punch of Owens, and that's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. <laughs> Blocks Owens' forearm, responds with strikes of his own. Oh, Owens comes back for a big right hand, but gets blocked by Styles, and again. And now Styles with his combination of punches, kicks and elbows and a spinning elbow. And this time it lands and drops her into the canvas. And now Styles sitting up. Styles there. Running forearm. Knocking a sense out of Owens. But the fans don't really seem to be in it. You know what I mean? They don't really seem to be that excited for it. As Styles now going to go, oh, running into Owens into the corner. Picks him up. He's got the power. Oh, he manages to get him up, but Owens uh, Owens manages to fight out. Goes for a back suplex, but Owens again fighting out. Is it just too much to lift? Owens now have a back suplex attempt. Styles lands on his feet. Oh! <laughs> Styles reversed that. Slams Owens face first. Can't get there free because he kicked out. Oh! It's a problem. If, if they went at that pace throughout the whole match and there's no meaning there's no reasoning why they don't because Owens is overweight I think Owens can go you know as they say I think they've been told to have these slow periods and now Styles <coughs> trying to pick those up again I can't wait for Styles versus Nakamura and that is going to be awesome I mean hopefully that will be the match for SummerSlam depending on what happens you know I'd I- like to see it I'd like to see it every pay-per-view every week <laughs> For the rest of time. Well, Owens going for the super kick. Styles catches him. Styles clash, but Owens downs down and rolls out. Oh, and then hangs Styles up on the top rope. Goes Not for the cover. Oh, had a handful of tights there, but Styles managing to get the shoulder up at two. <laughs> two, and Styles goes up on his shoulders and puts him down. Can he get the three? No, Ooh. he only gets two. Can he kick out? Oh, uh, two. <laughs> Styles on the apron now. He's going to go for the... Oh! Oh, it goes for the springboard 450. Oh, gets his knees up. Oh! oh! And he manages to get a two, and Owens looks like he's been busted open. Or is that internal bleeding? Two! I think he's been busted on the nose. Beautiful rotation there by AJ Styles. Hitting only knees, though. Not Tony knees. And now he's in the corner. Or oh, only looking. <laughs> <laughs> And now in the corner, and Kevin Owens, Cannonball! Oh. <laughs> I still like that move. And yeah, it's Dan's second favourite Kevin Owens move. He goes for the pin. Two. Oh! Kick out. Uh-huh. Style showing his toughness. Of course, he wants to leave here with the United States title. And Owens, like, I feel, he's got momentum on his side. Yeah, I think he realises now he's got a little bit of blood there, a bit of claret, Dan. We're back to the old Stars and Stripes. Here we are, another man donning... The USA flag, like we saw in the New Day earlier. I'm sure John Cena will later on tonight. And of course, Randy Orton 
backing America later in the main event. Will America be back in order? No, <laughs> I certainly maybe will do. Yeah, we cannot confirm or deny Dan will or will not be supporting Randy Orton. But what we can say for sure now is that Kevin Owens and AJ Styles are both up on the second rope. Looks like Owens is going to try and superplex Styles. Styles managing to fight out, but Owens giving as good as he's getting. Oh, Styles with some headbutts. And oh, is he going for a sunset flip powerbomb? I think he is. He's trying to get over, trying to get Owens down. Owens is holding on for dear life, though. Oh, Styles changes his grip, trying to loosen it. Oh, my word. Gets him up for a torture rack. <laughs> yes, Lex Luger. Oh! And a spin-out powerbomb. Two. Oh, I thought that was it then. I Two! Think, <laughs> I think Styles' problem there was that he couldn't he'd get the whole... You know, can get the move hit properly and also couldn't really get the cover. Because Kevin Owens is overweight. Well, he took Owens down. Maybe that helps Owens. Maybe he's a bit like a tortoise, you know what I mean? Rolls in his back, a turtle, or he's rolls in his back. <laughs> you know, like... Oh, no, shit. That means he gets pinned all the time. <laughs> like, it would have been the opposite of a turtle here. Rolls on his belly. Rolls on his belly. Which it is a disadvantage, Kevin Owens. I completely agree with you. Styles going to the top now. He's going to look to finish Kevin Owens off. Oh, but Owens up and a second low blow for Styles. His nuts must be sore now. Up to the top. Owens looks like he's going for a superplex. And is that referee Asian? I think he is. Fat Asian. Worst ones. It's a Fasian. Fasian. <laughs> and now Owens punching to Styles. Oh, he's manages to slide the legs. Oh. oh. Drags Owens' leg out and Owens goes head first into the top turnbuckle. Styles comes running in, but gets tossed over the top rope by Owens. Oh, but Styles hits a forearm on Owens, backs him up. And now he's going to go for the phenomenal forearm. Oh. But, oh, Owens wise to that, rolls <laughs> to the outside, sweeps Styles' legs. Well, Owens had that move scouted. He knows how dangerous it is. If he gets hit with it, it will be over. To really fuck up AJ Styles down the table on the apron with a shoulder. Can Owens take advantage of it? No, hopefully he can't. <laughs> oh, oh, throws Styles shoulder first into the ring post. Shoulder breaker. Well, if the shoulder wasn't already broken, it is now. And Owens is going to zero in on that. And if the elbow's broken, I mean, if the, the arm's broken, be able to spring up like that. As AJ Styles with that replay was literally in your house. Oh, oh but Styles managing a last gasp desperation move. Hits Owens with the Pele. Or the Pele. <laughs> I hate when they say Pele. And now Styles looks to finish this off. Going for the Styles clash, but can he do it? Owens is weight with the oh, arm. Oh, he can't lift him up because of Owens attacking the arm. <laughs> Throws Styles into the referee. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best ref bump I've seen in ages. Even though I didn't want a ref bump. Well, Owens picked Styles up and literally, <laughs> intentionally... Well, the referee shouldn't have been standing there in, in Owens' defence, even though I don't want to defend <laughs> Owens. And now Styles checking on Owens, took his eye off the ball. Oh, and walked straight into a super kick. And this is Owens to win, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it does look like he's got this one in the bag. Here we go, pop-up powerbomb time. We're going to have a new United States champion. Oh, but Styles jumps over the top, rolling through, calf crusher. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. Mid- tap, bitch, tap. Middle of the ring. Referee, get up. Uh, referee, oh yeah, still down in the corner. Still dazed and confused, but I think he can see what's going on, can't he? Crush that calf, Styles. Owens. Rolls through. 
Oh. <laughs> Don't forget to follow <laughs> at Mini Chris Benoit because Owens has got a cross face on AJ Styles. Oh, Styles rolling through from that, and he's put him in his own crippler, uh, his own cross face. Come on, ref, sort it out, mate. A referee. Well, he's still trying to get his shit together, and Owens going to tap Rolls out. Through. Got the cover two, three. What? Who well, got the cover then? Because no man looked like he was kicking out, and I think both men thought they had the cover on. Well, Owens got the pin, but Styles, I don't think his shoulder was up. Referee took his time. The referee and... couldn't even see Styles' shoulders. And look it at looks him. Like Owens has won the match. Look at the reaction of the commentators. Look at the reaction of AJ Styles. Is this is this a Philadelphia screw job, Dan? Has, I believe I, so, but. AJ Styles must have screwed AJ Styles. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what's just happened because Owens has become United States champion. But what looked like... But the referee couldn't see Styles' shoulders. <laughs> he wasn't counting properly and the face of America wins and... <clears throat> That's no points each. I More don't, importantly. I don't quite believe what's going on here. And but, for the third match in a row... Neither of us have scored a point. <laughs> well, we got to that. <laughs> we got to the prediction fun. But uh, I'm, Owens has won. Styles, hands on head, can't believe it. I've got my hands on my head. I can't believe it. I don't know why I'm doing it, because it's a podcast and you can't actually see my hands <laughs> on my head. Referee saying, look, mate, it wasn't my fault. Yes, it was, ref. You were completely to blame. Well, the ref couldn't see Styles' shoulders. Well, That's I, my argument. I think, again, apart from the slow periods with the sleeper holds, I think it was a really good match. Up until the finish. Again, yeah, screwy finish. I mean, I don't really understand what is going on here tonight with the finishes, but... He's got a big fucking elastic band. But Owens leaves the United States title, and yes, we do see the modern-day Maharaja, Dan. The, the w- Maharaja. Maharaja, the WWE champion. Don't hinder Jinder Mahal with his tight-ripped arms, and he's and getting... the Bollywood boys, Irvin Garvesira. I should say predictions. Dan, you do make an excellent point. We are 0-3 in our last three matches. So that means it's still 2-1 heading into the next I'll take a 2-1 victory all day long, though. (laughs) If we don't score any more points, I'll be happy. (laughs) Well, by my calculations as well, we've got three matches left. But unbelievable, I'm still processing the fact that Kevin Owens has walked out of here. United States champion. Dan. You're not processing the fact that out of five matches you scored one point. I'm not, I can't really say much better because I've only no, scored you're two. Too, but I told you, I, I, when I did predictions, I didn't. What it is, and I'll explain it as well. It's not excuses, but I, I've been overconfident, and with the battleground predictions, I just wrote down, "fuck it." I went, "yeah, whatever." They put no thought into it because I thought I was untouchable. Out of the five, four of us have we gone the same four. Yeah, we have gone the same four. (laughs) So what you're saying is that how I do my predictions every (laughs) week? I just go, yeah, that cunt, that cunt, and that cunt. I should have gone new day, Uh, but up next. But it's time to get serious because it is a flag match. It's United States. He's doing a serious face. You can't see it, but the United States versus Bulgaria, Cena versus Rusev. Let's have a look. Bulgaria for build up. <laughs> Please 
please welcome, making his return to SmackDown Live, the 16-time WWE Champion, John Cena. The United States, a beautiful country that was built on an idea that anyone could come to this land and with hard work achieve greatness. Every time I step in this ring, that is what I want to do. They say that I've gone Hollywood, sold out, lost my edge. They say that I am nothing more than a part-timing mascot. Well, I am not a part-timer. I am an all-timer. Because in 15 years, I have never lost the passion or the fire that it takes to stand in this ring and compete with the best. And now, it burns brighter and stronger than ever. Today, the champ is here, and I couldn't think of a better time, because today is our independent day! What makes you think you deserve because you're the great John Cena? Well, you were the great John Cena. You're talking about opportunities, but I tell you now, you're not gonna take any opportunities from me. In my country, Bulgaria, we march, we show our strength. I am a super athlete and a natural born winner. I am a hero! Your American dream is nothing but a lie, just like America is a joke. You can come down here and say whatever you want about me, but you better watch your ass when you run down to the United States of America when I'm around. The most dangerous man in the world is a man with nothing to lose. Right now, you're looking dead in the eye of a man with nothing to lose. How about we set that Bulgarian flag up in the corner, I'll set the United States flag up in the corner, and Rusev goes one-on-one -on -one with John Cena in an old-school flag match! There's a reason you proudly champion. America fought for her independence, and she fought to keep it, and in the end, the flag flew high. As a country, we went to war with ourselves, brother fighting brother, but in the end, the flag flew high. When we sent 250,000 men to storm the beaches of Normandy, in the end, the flag flew high. Yet that around, this flag will fly high! So, James, what do you think of the promo between John Cena and Rusev? Well, it all started the 4th of July, didn't it? You know, when the all-American American John Cena returned and said that he's not a free agent anymore. He is here to run the house. And, of course, the same night Rusev returned and this set up a match from 2015 <laughs> for some reason. A flag match. It's just come out of nowhere, this match, hasn't it? It did, just like an RKO, and you can you can hear my top five RKOs on the Autumn Anthology, which has been released. Yes, you can. Both so, parts. Both parts, part one and part two. And a Bulgarian brute coming out here. But like you say, though, it comes out of nowhere. I mean, these two feuded a couple of years ago, if anybody doesn't know. And it, it's just been slotted back in there because 
John Cena at the moment is kind of doing this all-American superstar, you know, the good old US of A. You said something interesting during the promo, didn't you? About the only time Cena really gets cheered. The only time he gets cheered is when he's representing America, yeah. so maybe they're doing it to get him cheers. Well, exactly. And if you look at it as well, you've got Rusev. What other anti-American guys on SmackDown at the moment? Oh, it's... Um, I can't think of any, you no, know, no. off the top of my head, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, God knows what could happen. But yes, it is Rusev and Cena here. I'm not looking forward to this match because it's a match I feel uh, has got a very be- predictable outcome. But speaking of predictions, see what I did there, Dan. Who have you gone for? In this match, please say Rusev. <laughs> Magica. Cena. John Cena. You motherfucker. And I've only got a couple of more matches to pull this out of the bag. I have gone for... John Cena. John Cena. So we for Maki! Number one announcer for SmackDown! <laughs> well, how's the consternation here? You know, I was going to say WWE have been quite un-PC with John Cena and Rusev. And then Funaki shows up. The Japanese commentators, alongside, of course, who can fit Mandarin. Sean Deng and Meng Ao. So we've seen Rusev come out here. You've gone John Cena, Dan. Why have you gone John Cena in this match? You'd be an idiot if you didn't really, <laughs> wouldn't you? I mean, John Cena, the man of America going against the Bulgarian in an American arena. And, uh, oh yeah, don't need to say any more. Well, not really. You know, like we say, he's no Randy Orton, is he? John Cena will get the job done tonight against the anti-American, the Bulgarian brute, Rusev, as we do see that Punjabi prison ominously hanging. Of course he's no Randy Orton. John Cena's a part-fucking timer. Randy Orton, (laughs) he's a full-timer. We we do plug Randy Orton special. If you want to go back and listen to that, that's what Dan has to say about Randy Orton. But it's not about Randy Orton right now. It's about Rusev, and it's about John Cena, and this unforgettable flag match. Cena actually getting cheered. USA's getting cheered, not John Cena. It's the same thing, isn't it? He's Americana. Still a mixed reaction for John Cena, but as he says, a reaction is still a reaction. Exactly, and that's why Roman Reigns will be in your main event of Raw every week. Respect, earn it. A new t-shirt. Got a point to it, I suppose. Does he have a new t-shirt every week? What t-shirt, John? Never give up. Why does John Cena always give it to little kids? (laughs) He's made that child's night, he has. And now John Cena on top of the podium, flag in hand. Carrying old glory. How can you boo that, Dan? <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, all right. It makes you proud to not be an American. No, we love America. Do you know something, Dan? We should say, we've talked about it on SoundCloud. America, on your phone. USA are our biggest audience. And on YouTube, they're our biggest audience as well. So, you know, fair play. God bless America. We've always been... Pro-American. Trump bless America. I know. And I think tonight we're in an American by supporting Old Glory. I'm going to support the Bulgarian Britain. <laughs> He's European, man. He's closer than the fucking States. Oh, see what they've done there, Dan. What see, have they done? What they've done, Dan, they've got the entranceway split into two. One, Stars and Stripes with their platform of the American flag. And the other side... Bulgaria, you see, well, done no, it. it's not really Bulgarian, it's just blank. It's well, blank on that side, but Bulgaria. And I think the rules of the flag match are quite simple, aren't they, Dan? You've got to get your respective flag, take it to the stage, put it in your podium, 
claim victory. Exactly. It's, it's just a normal flag match. That everybody knows. No, it's... <laughs> this is well, the most. Where's the most flags? Like, you just got to take the flag down. Yeah, just take the flag down. And it's interesting to say that in my recollection, it's weird because we're 20 years on from it now, I think there's only one time an American has lost a flag match now. Who was that, James? <clears throat> I do believe, and people might say, you know, email in if I'm wrong. I think that was when Bret Hart and the British Bulldog defeated Vader and the Patriot at Bad Blood 97, which was October of 97, so nearly 20 years ago now. Next week, this is what we're going to talk about, WWE versus WCW and all that, you know, the, the Hart Foundation, NWO involved. We're not speaking about them now because Rusev's up again trying to get that flag. And now stopping Rusev. Oh, a big bulldog off the a bulldog off the top rope, an American bulldog. It was an American bulldog, yeah. Rope straight down to that canvas. Rusev face first, and now Cena is going to look to try and get his flag. So keys to victory, Dan. I think what John Cena has to do is very simple: be John Cena. But if you want to support, Bulgaria, no, sorry, he has to be super Cena. He has to, yeah, you're right. Cena has to be <coughs> super Cena in this match. What does Rusev have to do? Well, Rusev has to realise that it's essentially an anything-goes match. So anything does go, and he can use anything to his advantage, oh. i.e. steel chairs, weapons. Don't you mean weapons? Weapons. <laughs> Maybe outside interference for Rusev, helping him out that way. Well, which un-American wrestler could come to his aid? Well, exactly. You've not only Jinder, you know, Singh Brothers could come down. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure like everyone has completely forgotten that Rusev did start off as a Russian. He, yes, that that is fair to say. He he did, and you could argue that his trunks are Russian as well because he's got the uh, the blue on there of the Russian flag. Yeah, well, he is wearing red, white, and blue. More patriotic underwear than John Cena's wearing in his classic denim. I thought denim's pretty American, isn't it? Jean shorts. Jorts. He needs jean shorts, jean shirt, yeah. jean hat, jean shoes. I'm going to buy some pants. You know, very American. I'm going to go get a McDonald's. Yeah, Rusev stopping. But, yeah, no, it's next point you make with the Russian thing because, of course, they wanted Lana to be the ravishing Russian uh, and use she that. She is the ravishing Russian. Exactly, and use that gimmick. So that's why they moved it away and, and called Rusev Bulgarian. You know, Which when he they actually fo- is. Yeah. When they Hence phoned- the Bulgaria tattoo <laughs> on his arm there. Yeah. Which makes sense, a bit like when Kofi went from Jamaica to West Indies, you know. It's like, that's what happens sometimes. Wrestlers just move. Yeah, they were supporting Vladimir Putin. They had that on the uh, the video screen. That was just two years ago. So I wouldn't be surprised if they delved deep in, deep in the, de- the dirty But That depths. was Vladimir Kozlov, not Putin. Well, Kozlov, Rusa could go the way of Kozlov. Let's hope he well, does he puts a top hat in and has a tea party with yeah, Seamus. Exactly. As Rusev's going to go in for the flag. We haven't spoke much wrestling, but it's basically the same thing happening. Rusev going for it. Cena stopping him. And then Cena maybe going for it. Rusev, Rusev stopping, stopping him. him. <laughs> yeah, so, it's a bit like the cage match, you know. All the guy like cage, and they're back down again. So I guess the action will uh, get into it in a minute. But, but that's the thing. Like, I, I think wrestlers get about this point. You should have a match. Hit your finisher. Then go for the flag. Don't just knock him down and go, oh, yeah, I've got three seconds. I'm going to try and get to the top rope and <laughs> slowly climb up to the top. I know it's trying to build suspense, but come on. I know. Rusev with a DDT there. But that's the question. Do we need this match? Does it need to be a flag match? 
would you want to just see a normal match Tina two, or would you rather them? Again, you know, it is. I think they're wasting Rusev. You know, he was he come in and he was a bit of an ass kicking machine, and now he's just. You know, coming down, interrupting John Cena and, you know, trying to relive an old storyline that they had. Still going for the classic nation versus nation when, you know, their rule is to try and be accepting and everyone's welcome, everyone's, like, you know, friends, but they're turning it into Donald Trump show, really. Yeah, they they are. America versus the world. And and this is a problem because it does alienate the audience and and day by day the american audience gets lower the viewing figures does and they rely more on like the tour in the uk where they come over here you know three four times now uh and in other places where they've got tv can i just say baron corbin's american isn't he yeah yeah you've had him go against a japanese guy yeah you've had aj styles going against a canadian yeah you've got john cena going against the bulgarian yeah. you've got randy orton going against an indian yeah and you've got an american going against a canadian some his own match as well you had the ravishing yeah. russian in that match you had a samoan in that match you had a canadian win it yeah you did yeah <coughs> so it has been a, a night of nations here and if you want to give kofi kinks oh well, no you've got samoans yeah. going against a jamaican and two americans or a west indian or wherever you know he's from uh, cultural, but not in the right way. You know, they're still relying on that stereotype that they do. The only even in the kickoff match, Ty Dillinger's Canadian. Yeah, but yeah, I was thinking the only superstar... Canadian's English. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> no, but the only wrestler I think they're not doing it with is Mustafa Ali. He's got the name, but they're treating him like he's you know he's a good guy on Two Hundred Five Live, and they're not going with a stereotype. But that's you know. that's it because he's a good guy. Yeah. If he was a bad guy, they'd go with Ali, Ali Akbar. Sorry, you know, he's on the same show and he's got the fucking, the whole, uh, you know, Saudi Arabian garb on, so. But he's a rich Saudi. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So there's a difference there. Cena coming off the top. Gets caught in a powerbomb, though, and Rusev plants him. Is Rusev going to go for the flag yet again? Yeah. I mean, they're trying, but I ain't, I ain't watching. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> If I'm honest, I'm not totally invested in this match, but you know, we, we give it a chance as we do every match yeah. on the network. We thought the guy at the start struggled to put the flags in. We know how difficult it is now at Three Seven Cena. It's better than Judy Bagwell on a pole match. It most definitely is, and Rusev has captured the flag of Bulgaria. So now all he needs to do is, is not wave it around; <laughs> is get up to the stage. Yeah, jump down stage put it in but instead he's mocking the americans and he's taking his sweet ass time but john cena well he took too long and john cena hits him with a drop kick plants rusev but more importantly rusev has got the flag now he has and that flag though no you won't be able to reach it from the floor you twat (laughs) the flag cena looking out to get the flag uh well the thing is yeah like i say rusev it's near him now as he goes towards Cena. Oh, he charges at Cena. Cena moves out of the way. Hits Rusev with the FU, but John Cena's down as well. And Cena is down, but I think Rusev might be knocked out because he's hit his head hard on that. What, what would it be? A flagpole? Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> no other it... word for a pole <laughs> with a flag coming out <laughs> no. of it. No. It's not a Judy Bagwell pole. No, it's not a ring. Did he hit the ring post? No, he didn't. He hit the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the flag stick. <laughs> the flag post. And Cena now. Look at the way, old glory. He's just staring at us. USA. 
Oh my god, he's nearly climbing up as slow as he did in the undisputed WWE title match with Randy Orton. And we all know how that one went. Oh. Listen to the Randy Orton anthology to find out how. <laughs> Plug Randy Orton out. Randy Orton. Oh, <laughs> yes. Sit by Rusev. Cena now turns it into an STFU. Managed STF. To get STF managing to get out of Rusev's grip. And now he's talking to him. This is what I want you to do next. <laughs> Tap out. Oh, root. Cena's won. Cena's no, won. No. Point, point. No, Dad. I'm doing a referee signal here. No. Does not count. Because as you said to me about the rules, he needs to put that flag. <laughs> so until he does that, the match continues. But, C- uh, but Cena may have rendered Rusev unconscious here. And now it will be just as simple as climbing up. As slowly as you like, John Cena. Yeah, take your time, mate. You've got the time of us. We're going to have all the time in the world. That referee, that looks unfamiliar. They don't even name the referees anymore. Do you know what I mean? It is generic referee. Apart from Charles Robinson. Apart from Charles Robinson. Woo! Looks like the referee's going to stop him. <laughs> like, <laughs> the referee pulls him yeah. off. Rips off his referee stripes. I'm a Bulgarian. Yeah, Bulgarian referee. Cena has got the flag. He is on top. He's got a Rusev has recovered and kicks John Cena's head off his shoulders. Burn that flag. Burn that flag, Dan. Disrespecting the American. John Cena's kicking the American flag now. He doesn't care about Americans. God. Oh, the impact of the kick for Rusev. Knocked the flag out of his hand. But now we can confirm both flags are down. I, I also confirm that. And now, well, shouldn't Rusev like take the American flag and <laughs> run in the opposite direction, put it there? Yeah. You give it to a taxi driver. Right, mate, you take that down there. there give we it go. to a Bulgarian well, friend in the crowd and say, look, go out for the toilet or something. John Cena running off the apron, taking out Rusev. Well, Rusev thought he got away with that then, didn't he? But Cena has got Rusev. Ooh. But Bulgaria is currently winning as it is closer to the hole <laughs> yeah whatever's close to the hole this match was a boxing match right now oh and Cena realises he wants to get his flag closer runs into the ring look at the quickness of Cena as he went slows in down as he yeah. picks up the, I think that flag must weigh like the same amount as Thor's hammer <laughs> yeah it's like what Cena does with the ring steps it's, well Cena's got it and that's a great visual him bending down with the flag and now it's all he's got to do Take old glory back. Stick it in the hole. He's won. Oh, but America is currently winning this at the moment. The American flag is three or four metres closer. Or a few yards. <laughs> Meterish. Meter. Oh, Rusev sending Cena headfirst into the steps and miraculously sends Cena <laughs> bouncing off towards his flag. Picks up the steel steps and plants John Cena. I am actually... This is the first time a weapon has been used in this match and is either legal. Yes, uh, I agree with that point. I mean, you would think Rusev would take the underhanded tactics to get an advantage in this match. But he hasn't really had to do it up until now. And has those stairs became the enemy of John Cena? Are they anti-American stairs, you know? As Rusev picks up the flag. And slowly saunters his way up the ramp. Yeah. But John Cena grabs his leg. And the American flag is still winning, but Rusev is trying to drag John Cena. Oh, I think they're tired now. Oh, they are. They are. They're literally neck and neck. And now Cena and Rusev. Look, they can run when they're fighting, <laughs> but they can't run when they've got a fucking flag in their hand. Oh, Rusev goes flying in to the LCD board up there, the entranceway. 
And now Cena realises he needs to get his flag. But he's not finished. After running up. Oh, no. No, he's not finished with Rusev. Oh, as he gets an assist from the stairs, runs straight into Rusev's arm. But, oh, oh. fall away slam by Rusev. Oh, fair play. That would hurt. Throwing Cena even further away from the flag and making it even harder for him to walk. Well, and, and also, star marks the spot where John Cena is right now. That's the closest he's going to get to having a star on him, I'll tell you that. Well, Rusev trying to regain some control in this match. He's asking where his flag is, where you left it in the entranceway. He doesn't know where he is. You're in America. <laughs> Philadelphia. You're walking in the wrong direction. Rusev. Get the table. Well, yes. The tables were conveniently set up there because, of course, they have lunch uh, at certain points throughout the day where the tables are used. Um, I hear something that it's normally about lunchtime that they have lunch. Is it normally? Oh, okay, well, you're breaking news here. And Rusev has set up the table next to those stairs, but he's not going to use the stairs because he's going to get another table. And John Cena is crawling his way back down the entrance ramp. To get old glory. He is. It's like he's got no legs. It's like he's a half-eaten zombie. He's a slug. And look at that visual there. The United States flag everywhere. Two tables set up. And Rusev has got something planned for John Cena here. And it ain't going to be pretty. But Rusev, the amount of time it's taken him to set up two tables, could have walked to the entrance, Ray, get his flag and walk back. Well, but that would complaint... be defeating the whole point of the match. But we've made complaints about taunting. And it, Rusev seems to slow it down by not even talking. He just does stuff slowly. Like, yeah. you know, he's not even looking at the crowd or getting distracted. He's just, he's nothing. It's like, I love Rusev. He's taking his time doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. I love Rusev, but he's just, you know. And now he's set up two tables and I bet he goes through both. Yeah, yeah. This can't end badly for Rusev here, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it's, I think it's, go- oh, now he's mocking John Cena, you can't see me. Well, nothing's ever gone wrong with being mocked before. And now he's got Cena up in what looks like a maybe an FU attempt. Oh, but Cena pushes Rusev off the steps. And Rusev goes rolling down the entranceway towards his flag. Oh, and now here comes Cena going after his flag. He's got it. The flag has been on the floor. Oh. And he walks into a big right hand from Rusev. Aye. Oh, and a double clothesline. James likes it. Uh, it's the first thing I liked in this match. And both men down. And look at Cena's hand shaking. That's all Cena wants. Flag. He just wants the flag. He wants to represent America. He Can does. you blame the man for being a proud American? You can't. And fair play, Cena. Even though he's been beaten up, he can still get it up, you know? Well, not a lot of people can get it up at his age. No, they can't. Just ask Nikki Bella with Cena. Now scrambling. He can't see. The flag's getting in his way as well. My God. You can't see Cena, and Cena can't see his way. <laughs> and uh, Rusev slowly crawling. Well, I was just going to say Rusev crawling. Every crawling nose. faster than John Cena. <laughs> slowly. Yeah, but he's going to go the other way. He's going to peekaboo. <laughs> oh, he's trying to stop Cena from putting it in his hole. Oh. oh. And he takes the flag holder and beats John Cena with it. Well, it's just lucky it's removable. <clears throat> if it was in place... Rusev would have lost that match then. And now uh, this signals one thing, the accolade. And he has got it in and look at that. The scream of Rusev, the scream of Cena. Cena feels that to the full extent. And he looks like he's enjoying it. No, he's, he's passing out. I don't know which way. So Cena's out. Cena's he's gone. 
They're going to get the flag. Rusev just stands there. Clever. Well, Rusev, master tactician, you maybe say, as he's like Frankenstein now, trying to just wander towards that flag. Um, where's Cena gone? You can't see him. He's just disappeared out of nowhere. Just disappeared out of nowhere. He's just disappeared. Oh, there he is. I can see top of his head. Top of the head to you. Right behind those stairs. But now it's Rusev to win. Well, Rusev's there. He can't lose. Look, the hole there, flag there, steps. He's won. All Rusev has to do is put it in the hole. I know. Come on. He's won. There you go. Oh! Blocked by Cena at the last possible second. Don't you hate being blocked when all you want to do is stick it in the hole? Well, he's been flag blocked. Oh, my word. Cena's got Rusev up. Flag's gone now. Rusev's taken Cena off the stairs. Oh, a big kick to the head. Crash! <laughs> There's not many wrestlers that shout their own name, is there? <laughs> Rusev! <laughs> Oh, Rusev looking to get the accolade locked in deep, but Cena with the strength of 10 men picks Rusev up, gets him on his shoulders. Oh, no. And the tables that Rusev set up, he looks like he's going to F you in through them, and he does. Yeah, but the power of John Cena as well, managing to lift Rusev up on his back on those stairs and then through that table, Dan. And now all that's left is for John Cena to stick it in the hole. Oh. And you can't see him. USA, USA, USA. Match of the year contender, I would say. What are your thoughts on the match? Um, were we watching a different match? <laughs> I honestly thought it was slow. <clears throat> that is slow. That is my only comment on this match. Slow. I don't know if it's the amount of drugs that have been taken, but I kind of enjoyed that. I don't know if it was because of what we were talking about during the match as opposed to the match itself, but yeah, I mean, look, you feud him for a cut of tables. That's what the kids want, isn't it? You would say. For a match, it was quite enjoyable. You know they've got to be deliberately slow when doing matches, but, you know, for someone to run towards the flag, then when they pick it up, it seems like it weighs 50 tonnes. You know, it's, it's kind of like meh. And it looks like he even struggled to get it in the hole. <laughs> Yes, well, Cena. Cena did struggle to get it in the hole, but he has. He said he was going to do. God bless you, John Cena. God bless America. You put away that Bulgaria, that nasty Bulgarian, and showed America is the greatest nation of them all. Dan, can we find? Can we safely say that this rivalry is well and truly over? Yes, please. I do not want any more of this. Let both men move on. To something else. And we're moving on because that predictions. Predictions, predictions. We haven't got one in three, Dan. We've got one. Yay. That means you move to the lofty heights of three. Three. <laughs> and I go to two. Two. But that problem is because there's only two matches left. And let's hope I've gone different in one of them. Yes, we are finally getting an answer, Dan. So we're going to finally find out that we've got the Fashion X-Files. We're going to find out who attacked the office of Fandango Tyler Breeze. I don't really care. Well, the horse's head there, see? They didn't do it, Dan. I know, you know, we've got to find out who did. Oh, oh hang on, lights has gone out. Where's Tyler Breeze gone? Fandango's been knocked out as well. Who's done it? 
Oh my god, what a cliffhanger. Oh, to be continued, eh? The truth is still out there, Dan. Who attacked Breeze Ango? We just don't know. Well, I want to shake their hand when we find out who it is because them cunts deserve to be attacked. No, they don't. They are one of the most talented tag teams on SmackDown and it's still it's one of the most entertaining features every week. And who did it? We just don't, don't know. Care. Oh, Dan, you're going to get even more excited up next because <sighs> if, if you didn't like Breeze Ango, we're going to have Mike Kanellis versus Sami Zayn. And we saw what happened last week on SmackDown, didn't we? Yes, another fucking intervention of a female costing the bloke who should have won the match the match. Yes, Sami Zayn lost to uh, Mike Kennedy last week thanks to Maria's interference on the rematches. It's nothing like the Miz and Ambrose by any chance, you know. It's are you saying are you saying that she's like Maurice? I don't know. I'll shag the pair of them. I <laughs> no, but I, I mean, is it too similar for you? It for is the, for for Miz Maurice to it is. Maria and Mike Kanellis. But, I mean, this is one of the questions. Why do you hate them so much? Because they're annoying cunts. Yeah, but so it shouldn't be, oh, lovey, lovey, love. And, you know, it's... The, the best thing about this is they're not getting the push anymore. Well, we don't know. I mean, he's 1-0 at the moment. After this, they're not getting the push. Well, we'll see how the result goes, isn't it? You know, I, I think they are going to get behind Maria and Mike Kanellis. They're giving them time on pay-per-view. Having a match now... I feel they will go forward with this. Like I say, the power couple in WWE, they've kind of put the back burner on Miz and Maurice, haven't they? It broke up Fox and Dar, and now you've got the Canellises out here. But is it just because you was a child, Dan, or is it just... I was loved plenty as a child. <laughs> what is your problem with love, then? I've what? not got no power with love. It's just there's a time and a place for it, and when you're supposed to be wrestling, it's not that. And it's the gimmick that these two are portraying as well. It is too much like the Maurice and Miz. And we all know my feelings <laughs> towards them and the way they are. So, do you think in this relationship, Maria wears the uh, trousers then? Well, as soon as I had both using her surname, I believe so. <laughs> well, at the moment, only Mike is wearing the trousers, but Maria told what pair to put on. And they're going to get ready for Sami Zayn in this one. And uh, we can't wait for this. And one of the catchiest theme songs in WWE, Dan. You've got to agree with that, haven't you? Does Sami Zayn deserve the opportunity then, Dan? Most definitely, yeah. You know, the, the performance he put in in NXT deserves a push on its own. You know, he was... Well, hey, he was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's first match yes, in NXT. Yeah. And, you know, since then, he's put in performance after performance. He had a brilliant rivalry with Kevin Owens. And, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, he's been a mid-carder. He's been on the card, what, for nearly two years now? Yeah, but I think most of his, like you said, though, most of his best stuff has been in NXT. I think WWE admitted then of Sami Zayn. Yeah, you know, he he is a Shawn Michaels-esque character. You know, a, a smaller guy that wants to be able to run with the big guys and should be able to run with the big guys. But yet they've got him feuding with this tit. Well, what have you what have you thought of this the the promo and the build up to this match then? <clears throat> Again, it's it's uh, the power of love <laughs> that says it all. Really, the power of love. Well, the question is, can the underdog from the underground get a victory here tonight? And what have we said basically, James? Who have you gone for in this match? Well, thanks for asking. Well, who I've gone for in this one? Well, we're talking about it. I think, where's my bit of paper, that the power of love will continue. And that's why I've gone for Mike Kanellis 
here tonight. Dan, I need you to go something different for me. There's only two matches left. I've gone for, if you read the full thing. You've gone fucking annoy Mike Kalenis with help from his wifey. So we've both gone for Kalenis. So that means then it will be a draw. Because at the moment I'm a point behind. And well, there is no way, there is no way in fuck after we've had two Randy Orton <coughs> specials that you have not gone Randy Orton. And that's why I've been in a good mood here on this podcast. Because I knew back Orton. Twice you've gone against him. I know tonight. So that's all good. We'll focus on this one. Um... And Sami Zayn and Mike Kanellis. I mean, what does Sami Zayn have to do if he wants to spring an upset in this one? Um, he, you know, he just doesn't want to get drawn in by the distraction ringside by um, Maurice. Uh, sorry, Maria. <laughs> and, you know, just completely wipe the floor with Mike Kanellis. What, do you think in a one-on-one match, uh, in a one-on-one situation, you don't, you're not backing Kanellis? Oh, anything. No. No. no, no. The only reason why I've gone for Canalis is, as I put on my predictions, he's going to get help from his wife. Well, Sammy Zayn going to go fly over the top. See, look, already she's pulling his pulling him out of the way. Ref, send her out of here. She shouldn't be getting involved in the match. She's looking after her husband. I mean, knock the love, her out, Sammy. The love is so strong. Oh, you talk about a knockout. I think Mike just knocked out Sammy Zayn the outside, and now Canalis throwing Zayn. Back in and oh, a huge clothesline. Can he get the pin? No, Sami Zayn kicks out. Oh. And now Mike, look at the aggressiveness there, showing the boots. I mean, he's got a point to prove. We've all seen Maria before. We've never seen Mike Kellenis in the WWE. You know, Mike Bennett. He wants to go out there and prove himself. Like I said, we've got history on the independence and in TNA as well. And to be fair, he is the co main event. On SmackDown's pay-per-view, so you got to credit him there as well. It's hardly a main event, though. Well, no, it's really? co-main event, isn't it? It's just, it's a, no, this is just a match. filler match. No, 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 no. Oh, look at that. Mike blew a kiss to Maria. She caught it, threw it back, and oh, he catches it and uses it to deliver a beautiful right hand. Do you know, Dan, with your hatred towards him, I'm getting a bigger fan of Mike Kennedy as we go along. Can he get Sami Zayn down? No, another kick out. Oh. Zayn going to show his heart and determination. Like we say... We're not going to discredit Sami Zayn in this. He's a tough individual. Don't forget he beat Baron Corbin on pay-per-view, Mr. Money in the Bank, just a couple of months ago as well. And now he's responded with the chops, trying to get out of the corner. <clears throat> Come on, Sami. Even though, well, it don't really matter because we've gone for the yeah, same one, so say, yeah. I want Sami to win now. <laughs> well, Canellis there, beautiful. Uh, Irish whips to the corner, clotheslines. Now bringing him out in the middle of the ring. Oh, big boot. Drops Sami Zayn, goes for the cover. One. Oh. Oh. Only a two count. Two. But Mike in complete control now. Just raining down with those right hands. They're powered, Dan. Do you know what they're powered by? Pants. <laughs> no. They're powered by love. And look at Isn't it beautiful? Yes, her ass is beautiful. And look. Oh, sharing a kiss. Sami Zayn wants to kick him on the back of the head so he headbutts her. Well, at the moment, Sami Zayn can't do anything, Dan. He's not really been in this. It's been the perfect game plan by Mike and Maria. Now he's got that submission locked in. Yeah, I'm impressed with him. I mean, I like, I like, like, I weren't sure about him, but yeah. It's because he's so much like The Miz. Well, not as good on the microphone. Let's hope he's as successful as The Miz, eh? You know what I mean? Seven time Intercontinental Champion, WWE Champion, Tag Champion, US Champion. Maybe Oh, Mike. but Sammy's beginning to fight out. <laughs> he flips out of the hands, kick to the chest, and a lovely clothesline taking down Mike Kinellis. Yeah, but Mike Kinellis straight back up again. You see, he's showing his toughness. Gets caught with another clothesline right enough, but still, he'll be all right. Oh, high back body drop. 
And Sami Zayn's starting to gather a bit of momentum. Come on, Sami. So who's going to be more successful at least two men then? Sami Zayn. <laughs> I don't know about that. Can Anderson versus Zayn? Oh, but a leapfrog over him. Throws him out and eliminates him from the Royal Rumble. Go on, Sam. Go flying. Well, does Sami Zayn want to take a chance again? He knew it didn't pay off earlier with Maria helping him out. Well, she's in this corner. Here comes Zayn. Oh, oh, and he hits his mark and no Maria to pull her man away. But can Sami Zayn take advantage? He's had his lower back worked on the majority of the match. High risk move. High reward move, though. But Maria, don't forget, Maria, like I said, Maria's in a vital role in this match. And Sami Zayn looking to go up top now. Big cross body takes him down. One, two. Come up. Oh. Yeah. Kick out. Uh. <laughs> Come on, Sammy. Well, Mike Canella's shown his toughness here. You know, Sami Zayn making a comeback. Mike showing that he deserves to be a part of the SmackDown brand. If his hair was any longer, it looked like Enzo fucking Amore. <laughs> Is that another reason why you don't like him? He looks like Enzo's older brother. <laughs> Probably. Oh, Sami Zayn looking maybe for the blue thunderbomb. Mike managing to stop it, sets him up. Oh, but Zayn managing to escape it. Slap across the chest, runs the ropes and a lovely tornado DDT. Oh, Mike, watch your back because Zayn's might go for that exploder on the turnbuckle. <laughs> uh, what's happening Dan well Maria's just got into the ring running the corner that Sami Zayn was going to throw Mike Kanellis into disqualification it should be well she didn't touch Sami Zayn well Sami Zayn should have thrown Mike into her then yeah well there we and go and the distractions proved fruitful because Mike Kanellis has managed to get the upper hand on Sami but he manages to hit that exploder suplex into the turnbuckle yeah Sami Zayn managed to turn it there and like you say Suplexing Canellis up. He's in the corner. And a hell of a kick. Oh, no. One, two, <laughs> three. <laughs> Maria can't believe it. She did all she could. Well, she obviously didn't do enough. Well, Sami Zayn there showed not only his toughness, but also showing his cleverness by able to take advantage of that. Fair play, Sami Zayn gets a victory. Uh, Match-wise, I think it was too short to be a good match. I mean... It was all right, but I don't think there's any difference here than it was on SmackDown between the two. I don't know what you think about that. Uh, no, you know, it wasn't. It was exactly as it should be a filler match. You know, it's uh, at least Sami Zayn's not on the pre-show. Yeah, he's not on the pre-show. He's there. But then again, I don't know if filler match... I don't know if it's good, you know. It's like, yes, it's in there, but... When it's a pay-per-view, I want to see long, great matches as opposed to this. I suppose it carries on because now it's one each, you know, as uh, and they're going to probably have a rubber match between the two. Disappointed with Mike Kanellis, you know, first pay-per-view, first loss. Let's, <laughs> let's hope it doesn't continue for him. Let's hope it does. Well, uh, let's hope that is all his pay-per-view <laughs> performances. That's it. Yeah. We don't get any more. Well, anyway, that means that neither of us get a point. So we do, you stay on three down, I'm on two. As we head in towards our main event, and like I say, I'm really looking forward to this one. Who isn't? Third ever Punjabi prison match, and it's not been done for 10 years. The last time it was on, you talk about 10 years, it was exactly 10 years ago, Batista versus the great Carly. It's going to yes. be interesting, isn't it? The modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. And let's have a look at the promo. I'm not leaving this ring until I get what I want. Oh, no! Cover! Oh, a single! 
the same brothers going off to Bob Orton. Randy Orton coming in the defense of his father. Disrespected my family. So championship match going on. The Colossus connects. Jinder Mahal still champion. What I want is a rematch for the WWE title. Money in the bank, the Singh brothers crossed the line. Randy, you got your rematch. However, Jinder Mahal chooses a stipulation. That battleground, it will be you and me locked in a Punjabi prison. Locked up in that prison with me? Caged up like an animal with me, isolating any real advantage that you ever had. There'll be no running, no hiding. There'll be no sing, brothers. There'll be no escape, Jinder. At Battleground, this is gonna be my view. Right before I take back what's mine. And your new WWE Champion, Randy Orton! James, what did you think of the promo? Well, i tell you something now. With the build-up towards this, I think I've had enough. You know? Uh, I'm not going to have a go at Randy Orton, but I'm having a go at Randy Orton. He's just too boring for me at the moment. It seems like he's getting opportunity after opportunity, even though he lost. And I know it's like interference from the Singh brothers, but surely two, Don't call me Shirley. Surely two attempts at the top is enough. You know, he doesn't need a third one. It just seems like this feud just keeps going and going. And for me, it's quite obvious how it's going to end. I don't think Orton is going to reclaim his title. I mean, have, are you excited by this main event feud? Uh, I'm not, no. It's, it's the way recent events have gone. I'm... You know, it's it's not looking well for Randy Orton. No, and it, it's not been exciting. It's not been fun. You know, Orton's not bringing that excitement to it. He just seems to be going... It's, it's not the same level of excitement as I had 
going into the Bray Wyatt feud. Yeah, well, yeah, Bray Wyatt feud, or even like with the RKO's we saw the matches before there. It just seems Orton just is like on autopilot at the moment. You know, I will beat you, Jinder, and I will RKO you. But it's just, I don't know if he seems to, to care that much, and I don't know if it's because of the feud or just because he's wrestling. But I, I've not, you know, Jinder Mahal and Orton, their past couple of matches, they've been basic, haven't they? Let's be but, fair um... about it. But again, you know, you could put that down to Jinder Mahal and not Orton. I'm going to put that down to both of them. Because, like I say, you Mahal's... know, we've seen Orton and he's had some great matches. And, you know, he goes against someone. I think Orton works best when he's going against someone he can yeah, work with. Yeah, he needs a good like opponent. the matches yeah. he had with Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worked really well with him. Undertaker, brilliant match with him. Or brilliant few matches with him. Yeah. John Cena he's had. But, you know, Jinder Mahal, even though he's jacked, I think he's still quite green. Yes, but I, I think that's, I mean, part and part of the Orton thing is like, yeah, Orton has matches with the better people, but I think Styles versus Mahal, I think Styles will be able to get a good match out of Jinder, do you know what I mean? I think it takes that kind of talent. If you look like a Shawn Michaels, you can get a good match out of even the worst fest, can't you? It's like John Cena managed to accomplish the past 15 years. Yeah. If you look at, like, Cena versus Great Carly, that's, you know, Cena versus... <coughs> K-fed, even that was enjoyable no. in certain aspects. Yeah, no, I know, I think it is a certain thing, but Mahal's style, it does negate that because he is like an 80s hill, isn't he? You know what I mean? There is a lot of slow down there with like sleepers and, and this kind of thing. Uh, I, I don't know if the chemistry really is uh, what it should be. As we see Randy Orton's entrance, see what reception he gets. Do you think the crowd aren't into it at the moment? I just don't think they're into the pay-per-view as a whole, to be honest. Yeah, do you think they've just had enough at this point in time? Yeah. I, I don't think it's been a b- bad pay-per-view what we've seen. I mean, the finishes have been pretty awful. Don't get me wrong. You know, like I say, we see the uh, the ending <coughs> of the US title match. Yeah. But uh, I think... The ending of the Nakamura-Corbin match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, of course, for me, the ending of the New Day Uso match as well. I didn't really like that, so... but <laughs> the, the, Well, you didn't like the result. Yeah, the I didn't like the result. Uh, so, so the match has been done... I think that is a problem. The matches have been done before, haven't they? We've seen Cena Rusev before. We've seen Orton Mahal. There is no... Even if they put a Punjabi prison match around them, it, yeah. it, it doesn't really add to that kind of excitement. But we'll see what happens. I mean, um, predictions, this is when Dan, obviously, it's good. Because I was worried the streak would be over uh, uh, at 20 and 0. But, of course, you are Randy Orton's number one fan. Dan, for here tonight. For fuck's sake, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal! What? <laughs> well, it's Jinder Mahal, in it? There's some, something's going to happen that's going to cost Orton the victory. I mean, you know, if it was going to be a strict one-on-one match, then it could be. But, you know, I, I think something's going to happen and it's not going to go the way. It, it's not going to be... A clean I can't, win. I can't believe, I can't believe it. Mahal. I can't. Well, they're inside. How can anybody interfere inside a cage in a cage? It's a well, they probably prison. got one of the fucking Singh brothers under the under the ring or something. I, I honestly can't believe I'm actually a little bit annoyed that Randy Orton is your fa- And yet, you just don't go for him anymore. You just you just go against Randy Orton. The only time you've ever gone for Orton recently, I think, would be fucking Royal Rumble. And that was, what, six months ago now? Anyway, so what this means... What this means is that this prediction is vital. Because if I've gone the same as Dan, it means the Jammy Cunt has actually won for the first time. The streak in, in would ages. be over. Yeah, the streak would be over. Dan. In what it could be argued as probably our lowest score in pay-per-view yes. ever yeah, for both is, of us. There is no excuse for this at the moment. It's 3-2 at the moment. 
Uh, yeah, this is vital. For the first time since NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, Dan, i got to tell you that I have gone <sighs> Jinder Mahal. So, just like Brock Lesnar, the streak has come <laughs> to an end. Eat, sleep, end the streak, repeat. Yes, Dan, it means you win. I'm lucky, like I say, thank you for not uh, over-egging it. Even though in before, when you've just beaten me on one result, you've said in your fucking face, cunt. I'm glad you've not said anything like this now. But all it means is that that's just one win. I mean, can he continue the streak? We just don't know. I mean, this pay-per-view is meaningless now. So we'll talk about NXT TakeOver because that's the important event coming up with SummerSlam, August 19th, August 20th. That's when we're live and that's when we'll see if it was tonight. I'm going to call it, Dan. I think you fluked it. I'm going to call it that. I think you lost James screwed James in this pay-per-view yeah, Well, I, I think I did. Because, you know, getting two, maybe three points through the whole pay-per-view... It's, it's it's my worst scoring pay. It is my worst scoring pay. There's eight matches. <laughs> all right, all right. Let <laughs> rub it in. I mean, I got fucking the last SmackDown pay per view. I would have had a perfect score if I'd gone for old dickhead in the kickoff, but I didn't. And like I say, overconfidence got to me. But no, congratulations, well done, Dan, for you. But um, well, we're going to talk about this match because it is going to be long. It's going to be Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal. Is Jinder Mahal a main eventer now? Well, he's had, in effect, one main event opponent. And he's had three main event matches. I don't think he's been... Uh, he's not convincing enough for me. No? No. What would you think's next? Because you've gone Jinder. What's next for Jinder Mahal then? Probably to lose the title at SummerSlam. You, do you think that's he's not going to hold on for it that no. long, you know? I'm going to cause it as I seize it. And but, Jinder won't have the title after SummerSlam. But isn't that bad for Randy Orton then? Just showing that he, he can't beat him, but everybody else... Can. Does that damage the Randy Orton character? Well, no, not really, because, you know, Orton's been around, he's faced pretty much everyone there is to face in the business, and, you know, he's lost some, he's won some. He's not a man that's on a streak. Yeah, so he should, but he's retired now, he's basically done everything. We know he's not going to be WWE champion again. Well, he could be. Is it time? I mean, what would you do if you. He's still in good shape, he can still have some good matches. If you were booking Randy Orton now, what would you do with him straight after this? If he if he um, loses, what would you do with him? From what I've seen on Instagram and Twitter, Christian has tweeted a picture of his wrestling boots saying, I wonder if these still fit. And Randy Orton has commented saying, one more match, question mark, question mark, question mark. Now, I would love to see that. But that- anyway, the match has started. Oh yeah, the match has started. This is going to be fucking ages. We know this. They've got 60 seconds to the cage... They've got basically what it is a Punjabi prison. No one's ever seen this before. You basically got the bamboo cage around the ring, and then you have a chance, the sixty seconds to open it before it is locked shut. And Jinder Mahal just now going to have to climb over it and try and get over the outside Punjabi prison as well to do it. But there's going to be a, a lot of slowdown here. You know, you can just tell. So, um, you... no, but we're talking about Randy Orton, and it's like, yeah, a match with Christian would be good. What's do you know what I mean? What's after that? If it build, would that be a WrestleMania match for you, or would it be uh, like? I don't know. I think with Randy Orton now, because fifteen years he's been around, and you know, I think they're gonna give him exhibition matches. Yeah. From you know, from now for the next few years, you know, he might slow down his role. You know, you know, to pass the mantle to help put 
newer talent over, you know, new wrestlers they want to try and push just to try and get a few extra billion viewers from India. Yeah. Do you know what I'd do with Randy Orton, though, if it was me? Do you know what I'd do with Randy Orton? Well, I know what you do with Randy Orton. You, you talked about enough like two Randy Orton specials. Yeah, go on. What, uh, what I would do is make, you know, like the 911 cats or like the three-minute warning kind of thing, right? So you've got someone in the ring. And, like, for you, it would be, you know, uh, Mike and Maria Canellis. They're really annoying. Someone wants to see him get fucked up. So Randy Orton's job, because he's a free agent now, is to just show up and give him an RKO. Do you know what I mean? And then that would be his job. Uh, the Miz and the Miz Tarage are there. So the Miz, they're just talking, yeah. running their mouth for ages, <laughs> bang, RKO. Yeah. He just... Yeah, it's basically exactly. like a Stone Cold character. Exactly, coming out, okay, there you go, that's my job now. I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit, you know what I mean? Anybody who mucks around a bit too much, Orton just show up, bang, RKO, job done, you know? And then you can have... Well, Bobby really... Roode's going to get a load of them when he moves Exactly, up Bobby Roode get loads of them. Anybody who gives like a really long... Prime, you know, Kevin Owens. You should be getting an RKO like... for this long speech. Exactly, I'll get RKO for that as well. And then you have this kind of Randy Orton character where it's not... It's not a good guy. It's not a bad guy. He's just he's a really the guy. He's just a really cool guy, you know. Comes out, uh, and he could even, you know, you build up from that as well. And then he could get in, you know, Triple H's face about it because Triple H wants the company to be run a certain way, you know. And then, and then, all and what he does is basically cost all the Triple H's people. So instead of screwy finishes at pay per views, you know, like Pedigree and then Owens pinning the guy for the title. Orton would then come in RKO Owens and then that would <laughs> go completely different It'd be different like way. the equaliser. Exactly, yeah. Equaliser. Randy Orton, the equaliser. That would be perfect. Yeah, I, I would want to see that. But well, anyway. Cage number two. Well, yeah. door number two is opened and it's got <laughs> 60 seconds until it's closed and locked for good. Yeah, and now Randy Orton's struggling to get out there. Each man's giving each other punishment in the early going and the crowd are electric. Oh, he's only got 20 seconds to get out. Well, Jinder Mahal trying to get out, but Orton grabs hold of him and prevents him from escaping. And now the gate is closed and it is locked shut for good. I don't know about you, but that cage looks thin enough to be able to get through the gap. Well, maybe for you. <laughs> oh, my word. Orton throws Mahal headfirst into that bamboo. And a bit like... Oh, but Jinder manages to grab hold of the cage and starts climbing. Can he escape from the first part of the Punjabi prison? So what are your... Because I've not watched a Punjabi prison match. You've never seen a Punjabi prison? No. Well, Dan, you are not missing out at all. They're probably known as the worst matches in WWE history. So what were your thoughts on the last two? Because it was Batista versus Undertaker? Uh, it was supposed to be Batista versus no, Carly. No, it was going to be Undertaker versus oh. Carly, and then Big Show took his place. Yeah, Which is it. an awful fucking match. And then you had Batista versus Carly for the world title, where yeah. that weren't too bad because the ending was Batista struggling to get, you know, he dropped down before Carly could get over. But the, you know, in the most ridiculous we watched, like the Kennel from Hell match, yeah. this is basically like a, a bamboo Kennel from Hell that's, that's kind of the. Is it as bad as the one with the four or three it's, stages? It's not as bad as the WSW one, but there is, you're, you're very limited in what you can do as well, you know, because you're. You're kind of stuck in this cage, and it depends on the wrestlers, really. I think with these two, we're going to see the the basics, and maybe when they get out, if they do get out to the second cage, then hopefully they can, you know what I mean? Turn it up or not. Exactly, hopefully. I don't know even if you're able to get any weapons or anything like that, but usually it is a, a big struggle. And it's kind of weird, because we've seen two matches like this, you know, like the flag match and the Punjabi prison, where they are going to 
it will take time, won't it? You know, let's, let's it, be clear. It struggles to be entertaining. Yeah. See, I'd sooner see an elimination chamber or something personally. Yeah. Because, like I say, the Hell in a Cell was such a great concept. And the cage match as well. You can't, you can't overdo it, can you? So maybe they yeah. have to uh, do it this way. But, I mean, Randy Orton's had some pretty fucking weird matches. He has that Chamber of Horrors. Not Chamber of Horrors. What's the fucking match yeah. he had against Bray Wyatt? Was it Chamber of Horrors? Yeah. Or House of Horrors. House of Horrors match yeah. he had, yeah. And now he's got a Punjabi prison with Mahal. Well, entrance or exit number three is open and the clock has started ticking down. Can Orton or Mahal escape this one? And if they can't get out of here, then this one will be locked shut and then they've got one last chance to get out of the hole before they have to start climbing. And you would think strategy, you know, RKO out of nowhere, there you go. Job done. Yes, but also, you know... For like the flag match, you wouldn't think running up to the flag, then pick it up and waving with it for five minutes and having a slow walk to put it in the hole is a good strategy. You know, it's slowing down tactics. Oh, look, the clock is ticking down. He's got 10 seconds to get out. Can he get out? Come on, Ant. Uh, uh. Come on, Ant. Come on, Randy. <laughs> I'm watching it already and I'm not enjoying it. I really enjoyed the scene of Rusev. I don't know if that was because the heroin I was taking at that time was really good or what it was, but... At least teaming up now. Are they just taking the time? Oh, I'll tell you what they're doing. Looking at the fourth door, aren't they? Race against time. Oh, and he gets him in his trademark scoop power slam. Mahal's going to be in trouble now. Especially when you go near the ropes on the apron like that. I guess against Randy Orton, that's the kind of biggest mistake wow. you can make. Mention DDT. I was say, Jinder is very basic, but his selling's not too bad. I think he's doing the best he can in this situation, you know. But like I say, WWE are part to blame for giving him this opportunity too soon. And then saying, there you go, mate, run with it. If it does not success, not success, you know? Well, you know, they didn't really think about Mahal when they gave him the push. You know, there's like, right, Indian, let's have it. Yeah. I, I think Rusev would have been much better in this position. <laughs> I think Rusev would have been perfect in this position, you know, like, yeah. as champion. But it doesn't matter now because Orton. Oh, like a cold spring. Looks ready to hit the RK out of nowhere. But Mahal manages to get up and recover in time, deliver a knee to Orton. Sends him down to the mat. Is he going to give him the Maharaja slam? Yeah, Maharaja slam. Well, the door is open, though, so Maul can escape, but he wants to put Orton down first. Oh, but Orton hits an RKO from the Maharaja slam. Truly out of nowhere, but is Orton too... Oh, Dan! You've seen it! (laughs) The Singh brothers were underneath the apron, and they've got Jinder out now. Four seconds to go before they shut the door. It's automatic locking like Crystal Maze. Uh, I don't think Ginger's going to leave a crystal there. So you called it. The Singh brothers were underneath the apron, ready to come in and help Ginger. And now it means it's three on one. But Orton is locked in to cage. And all that Mihal has to do is climb, climb over the second cage. Exactly. Climb over the top. You're free. You've got two Mahal brothers there as well. And now look at them. Just help it. I mean, come on. This is... I mean, I'm not an Orton fan. Oh, I am an Orton fan. This is just stupid. Three on one here. I mean, what, what what do you need to do? Well, Orton's free to climb the cage on his own anyway. So. He is. And, yeah, he's not being molested at the moment. Jinder Mahal is going up on the outside. Orton's getting high. Trying to look to go over the top now. And he does. And now he's going to make... Is he going to be able to step across? Can he make oh. the jump? Oh, yes, he can. And Orton now, trying to get across... To Mahal. Well, Mahal's trying to get across to Orton now to stop him. And all that for nothing with Mahal getting out soon. It didn't really make a difference because Orton just climbed up. Well, it's for something because he's got the Singh brothers below waiting for him. Of course, they don't want to get up too high, do they? 
and Jinder's in a lot of trouble. Oh my God, do you fall off this Punjabi prison, it will end your career. My God, James, he's been broken in half. Oh, my hole's going. He's teetering after getting his head bounced off the bamboo struts. Oh, oh. my hole's down. Well, so he... this is Orton's match. Oh, oh I was about to say, he hits the, the mats on, on the floor, but then again, we know how little protection they offer. And it just it looked like Orton was going to get it. The Sim brothers there, for God's sake. Come on, there's no one. The referee's there. Why don't you just stop him? Well, Orton needs to become friends with another with a tag team, doesn't he? Or, you know, in this feud to help himself out. Well, let's just hope it's not Breezango. Yeah, he should have worked that one out a couple of months ago. And now the Singh Brothers picking up Orton. Who, after getting kicked by the Singh Brothers, oh, gets kicked in the face by Mahal. And now this is an unfair attack now on Orton. But like you say, Jinder's time will come and it, it, the numbers will be even one day. I think we just need a great American. Bring Hogan back. Oh, but Orton's fighting out from the Singh brothers. Can he stop Mahal from escaping? He doesn't like those Singh brothers, does he? He's got that. Oh. Well, I don't like them Singh brothers either. <laughs> Suplex him to the outside. Jinder's is up. And I mean, he must be eight. T- oh, sorry. He must be about 20 foot in the air now. At least 20, 30 foot in the air. But Orton manages to climb up and stop him. Drags his leg. The modern-day Maharaja is certainly not a good climber. No, the WWE champion is in serious trouble now. <laughs> but even against the odds, Orton is starting to put up a fight, but it's only a matter of time before the numbers get to him. Exactly, he gets distracted. It always happens to Randy Orton. Oh, and a snap suplex there to one of the Singh brothers. No. He really doesn't hold back with him, does he? No, he doesn't. He fucking hates them. Singh <laughs> Looked like he had some advantage of punch to the gut. But oh. again, Orton getting too distracted by the distractions on the outside. Or on the inside, so that, shall I say. Oh, and Jinder. Oh, my God, if that wasn't enough. Well, after two hits, he snapped the stick over Orton's back. Well, and he's got another one. Kendo stick in hand in the air. Four or five strikes now. That's enough. Because <laughs> Jinder all knows he's coming back to him. And he's going for the Maharaji slam. Oh, no, Orton fights out and rounds Mahal against the cage. Oh, and for a second time. Come on, Randy. Mahal doesn't sell too much, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, he he sells a little bit. Yeah. He's but, not like, you know, some people when they've been hit or hurt badly, they're down for about half an hour. But yeah. him, he's down for 10 minutes. And now he's pleading with Orton not to hit, hit uh, He's pleading with Orton not to hit him. I think Orton <laughs> Oh, but Orton hits Mahal with the kendo stick. And the cracking of it sounds like a gun going off, James. It does. And now he's hit one of the Sig Brothers with it as well. And is this the equaliser, the kendo stick that Orton's got in his hand? Well, I think, oh, fucking oh, hell. gosh. Well, you can see the welt across the back of Orton that, that Jinder Mahal has given him with his first onslaught. But, you know, <laughs> one of the Sing Brothers had it across their head. Can he climb up the Punjabi prison with one arm? Yeah, well, at the moment, not doing too bad. But like you say, you've got three men there. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and you were right, Dan. They can fit through that hole because one of the Singh brothers has. And now he's climbing up the other side. Oh, this must be it. And he's going to go after Randy Orton now. And he, he they are quite high up, too fair <laughs> to him. Oh, he's, he's helping Orton up. Is, or he's just holding him by his neck. I think he's trying to choke him, but 
Oh, and trying to bring him through, is he? <laughs> that would be good. Well, if we could tie him off the side there, then Jinder's got an easy uh, easy exit. Indeed he does, yes. But, oh, Orton managing to fight back. Big right hand to the head. Well, he's almost right on top of the Punjabi prison structure, which must be about 30 feet in the air. At least 30, 40 foot in the air. And Randy Orton, the right hand's looking where he's going to fall. Oh... Whoa, Singh Brothers in trouble. Kissing his knuckles for good luck. And that's the... Oh, fo- oh fuck. <laughs> Monitor's in there as well. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. And Randy Orton has killed the Singh Brothers. He really doesn't like them Singh Brothers. <laughs> he doesn't like announce tables. He doesn't like the Singh Brothers. As Jinder Mahal comes to stop him, Orton kicking away. And as Orton got momentum on his side now... But Jinder's had a chance to recover, hasn't he? He certainly has, yes. And Orton looks spent after being choked out by one of the Singh brothers for a little while. And he must have hurt his <laughs> knuckles, punching him in the head. Sending him sailing off the top of the Punjabi prison. I hope the only referee's going to check on him now. Is he dead? My God, there we go. Whee! Oh! Bang. God, he fell ass first. Do you reckon that's the same one that got turned inside out? Yes. From the... <laughs> yeah. uh, well, he had the ideas. One of it's going to go for the outside. The other brother went like, oh, yeah, he can do it. <laughs> oh, super slow-mo. Oh. Fucking hell. <laughs> he landed on the edge of it. Oh. But now Mahal's got Orton. Oh. Slamming him back first into the Punjabi prison. Oh, Mahal going for the big kick. Orton dodged it. And now Mahal's stuck on there. Suspension DDT time onto the wafer thin mats. And hopefully that's banged some sense into him. But, you know, as we've seen, Orton, he's busted open. It is, that arm, his left arm. You've seen the welts on there. You've seen the cuts, the bruises. Jinder's been taken down. Well, there's definitely one thing, but we don't have to worry about anymore. <laughs> but there's the other one still. He's still down from about half hour. But now it must be Orton's to Orton win. Orton is bleeding like a sieve after them brutal assaults. With the kendo stick. Well, we've seen we've we've seen we've seen that this structure <laughs> does indeed inflict punishment, and Randy Orton has had more punishment than most. And oh no, he's going to try his kendo stick, but it broke. <laughs> As we go back to <laughs> seeing one of the Singh brothers <laughs> fucking That's taking a that bad bump, bump of the night. <laughs> and Orton's got a chair because chairs don't break as easy as kendo sticks. They don't. Oh, Unprotected head, chair shot to the head. No, Singh Brothers there. Oh. <laughs> I told you I don't like you. Yeah. How do you like that chair? But Orton getting distracted by the Singh Brother and Mahal's up to his feet. Oh, oh, but Orton goes low with the chair. And now it's got to be Randy Orton's to win. He's got the chair. He's got the Singh Brothers down. And he's going to aim at Jinder Mahal now. Oh, Jinder Mahal's crawling around like a dog. And Orton's switching it up again now. Well, this is payback. This is embarrassment the past two months. You know, the upset lost, embarrassed him in front of his family and friends last month. Payback's a bitch. And so is Jinder Mahal at the moment and Orton looking around. Well, both the Singh brothers are out of contention. Certainly the one on the outside is a lot more than the other one. But Mahal's <laughs> been beaten down with a chair. And all Orton has to do is prove me wrong for going against him yes make me laugh yeah make me laugh and become 14 time WWE champion oh let's check with Mike Keogh Mike Keogh's got the gloves on now because of the bleeding from Randy Orton but Randy Orton making his way up the Punjabi prison uh oh another Singh brother's come to stop him he will not let Randy Orton go 
Oh, but he's been kicked off of the Punjabi prison. Oh, and Lance now able to go over and get the job done. But what's this? Jinder Mahal's well, music. Well, Jinder Mahal's music's playing. I don't know why it is, but oh my God, Dan. The creator of the Punjabi prison match, the great Carly, is coming down. Is he going to come down to congratulate Orton? Well, maybe he's coming down to be the equaliser that Orton needs in this match against Jinder. Uh, I can't remember the last time we saw Carly and Orton's over the top. Carly's shaking the hell. Oh, oh, my word. And Orton was nearly over the top, but Carly's shook him back down. <laughs> and now Carly's climbing the Punjabi prison. He doesn't need to climb high, and Orton's desperately trying to escape, but Carly's got Orton by the throat. <laughs> what the hell? He's choking Mandy Orton. <laughs> Carly's here. Of all the sights you want to be greeted with whilst climbing over a Punjabi prison and Mahal's free to climb over. Oh, this is terrible. And Jinder Mahal saying, there you go, this is what you get. I guess Carly and Mahal are in cahoots. Is it because they're both Punjabis? One of my favourite words, that is. The Indian connection there. And Mahal going to climb over. I I honestly can't believe this. And now Jinder Mahal... So if three on one wasn't bad enough, (laughs) four on one... (laughs) Is even worse. I mean, you know, Carly must have been Mahal's security for the match, like you know, to help prove him win it. And the match Orton has fallen to four men. Well, yes, Jinder Mahal manages to escape the Punjabi prison, but it is all thanks to Carly. And how do you think the great Carly's looking at the moment? He's looking quite healthy. You know, he's he was never really able to move about too well in the ring. Like from what I've seen of him oh, wrestle, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he was the shit. Yeah, and uh, he he was eliminated from uh, a Royal Rumble by Beth Phoenix. So I'm not sure how Orton's going to feel about that. <laughs> yeah, but I think they won't. They won't say it that way. They say the former World Heavyweight Champion, the Great Carly, has come out to help Jinder Mahal because, like we say, yes, everybody, we have had the Great Carly as champion. So times have been worse. Yeah, <laughs> it has been. But worse. Orton was nearly over and. Carly's shaking the prison there to make Orton go back to the inside. Well, what a weird ending to a weird pay-per-view. Dan, what did you think of the match? It wasn't terrible. I mean, you know, I think the bumps... When they got outside the initial first bit of the prison, I think that's when it picked up a bit and the Singh brothers got involved and, you know, it was it made it a bit more of an enjoyable prison match. But, you know, it's still the ending that... For the third time, Orton's been screwed, basically, by outside interference. Yeah, but again, though, I think with the match, like, it wasn't... It's the most dis- well, one of the most disappointing main event matches that we've had, and we have had had. We have had on SmackDown, because if you look at the Raw pay-per-views, the majority of the pay-per-views have been awful, and the main event is delivered. You know, we had the Samojo Lesnar match last month. The month before, it was the... the five way to see who would face him where Joe won as well so Lev delivered I don't think Smackdown it is it's been a great main event uh, pay-per-view what are your thoughts what do you think about the pay-per-view the pay-per-view on the whole it wasn't too bad I mean there was far too many screwy finishes again you know and what happened at the end of the Styles Owens match was a bit meh you know the flag match it was quite entertaining yeah. but again you know there was points that when we go, is it really worth it? Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. Uh, the women's 
elimination match wasn't too bad. I like the women's match. I thought it was good. I nice surprise with Natalia. Sami Zayn, Mike Kanellis match. It was over, really, before it yeah. got too annoying. New Day winning the tag team titles. I think that was a good match as well with the Usos. I thought it was probably one of the, the probably best match of the night. We'll get on to that yeah. in a second. But Dylan Jura in English as well. They delivered on the, the kickoff show. So I think it's a mixed bag, isn't it? You know, I think it is. What is your match of the night? I'd have to say... The Usos New Day, because that's what won me this pay-per-view. <laughs> yes, well, uh, I would I would have to agree with you with the match. I don't agree with you because you won the pay-per-view, but yes, you have won it. Uh, scores after that, we both got a point. Ended 4-3, so you got half of them right. I only got three out of eight. That is terrible, but yes, the streak is over. Dan, you do win, so that means the pay-per-views go to... I've got the official paper in front of me. I stay on nine, you move to five now. But incredibly, it's how fast-moving the pay-per-view predictions are. If you were to win TakeOver and SummerSlam in a row, it would be 9-7 then, going into the September ones. And look how much that changed around. So it didn't really matter that I got five in a row, because just like that, you can turn it around, you see? Just like that. Just like an RKO out of nowhere. I've changed the tide of these predictions. Yeah, and that's going to be our next pay-per-view. will be, when we do it live, NXT takeover on a Saturday night, August 19th, August 20th, summer. Dan, what's your rating for this pay-per-view? I'll give it a six. Six? And I think that's being quite fair. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's not the worst pay-per-view that I've seen. So I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. I'm going to be nice to it. Uh, and we'll move on from there. Of course, up next was Talking Smack, which is straight after. And of course, Talking Smack now has been cancelled after SmackDown on Tuesdays, but there was a special one here. Uh, and it was Je- uh, it was Renee Young with Jerry the King Lawler, and they welcomed off to the show and explained their shock at the appearance of the great Carly in the main event. Nice touch of red in the set. Young says she doesn't know where Orton goes from here on the SmackDown Live landscape. Uh, Kevin Owens quickly erupt- interrupts and essentially talk- takes credit for the cancellation of Tolkien Smack. They talk about the ref bump and Owens title win, which is his third reign with the US title. King gives Owens credit for not tapping while the referee was out cold. Owens says he's elite and doesn't tap. The hosts talk about Owens' loss at Madison Square Garden. WE can't have an event at Madison Square Garden without him, since he's always been on the show there, even if it wasn't his brand. Renee and Owens have a quick spat, talking about the cancellation of the weekly show. They talk about a potential rematch between Owens and Styles at SummerSlam. They talk about the rematch clause being silly, although that's how he got his win back. Well, King and Young then talk about the flag match between Rusev and the American victor, John Cena. The Canadian in Rene Young was quite thrilled with Cena's win, and they go on about how big of a win it was. Natalia joins the show and reminds us she's a heart, if you wasn't already aware of that. Natalia says that she finally got what she's deserved. Natty says it felt good to end the tea time between Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And King says Carmella picked Natalia on commentary, but Natalia says she doesn't trust Mrs. Money in the Bank. Natalia runs down her competitors, including saying Lana doesn't belong in the same ring as her, as we've all pointed out. Natalia puts Naomi on blast and goes somewhat insensitive pertaining to Naomi's gimmick. Says she'll steal the show as she wins the title. When asked if two paws will be at the show of the summer, Natalia says the house for less than 10k per day. Lawler and Young talk about the tag team title match and how good the match was. Uh, They talk about the Punjabi prison match and bring up the structure. 
WWE Champion Jinder Mahal joins the show. He says he was the hardest working champion, but now also the smartest champion. Mahal says he's the 50th and best WWE Champion. Mahal says everything he did tonight was within the rules, and that's why he picked the Punjabi prison stipulation. King brings up a good point of how India should view him in how he won. Mahal says they're still proud either way, and that fireworks are going off in celebration. Mahal says Orton's time is past, and that he's just now entering his prime, and will go down as the greatest of all time. When asked about the Singh brothers, Mahal says they are receiving medical attention but are fine overall. Young asks a question to which Mahal answers in Punjabi. He drops the mic and walks off. That's the end of the show. So what did you think of Talking Smack? You know, Kevin Owens, because he always says exactly what's on his mind. But yeah, you know, aside from that, it it wasn't the greatest, really. Are you glad Talking Smack's been cancelled now or... Is there a little bit of a... Is it going to miss... You're going to miss it a little bit? I don't know. I'm going to miss it, but then that's normally what the Raw or SmackDown after's for. Wrestlers venting their problems and, you know, saying what their points are, really. So, we move on, and uh, we are going to have a little bit more rather than just a normal wrap-up. We're going to go to ourselves on the uh, Monday and Tuesday and speak about Raw, SmackDown, and uh, a couple other things. So, yeah, we're here. So, yes, we had a little bit of um, controversy, shall we say, at Battleground. But initial word was that while the decision to have Kevin Owens reclaim the United States Championship Age Souls came at the last minute, and despite a less than crisply executed finish, the, uh, the Battleground title change was planned. Not so fast. Several sources are now raising doubt about that, starting with the Twitterer, Rover, who posted this video clip of the end of the match. Something WWE didn't show on the network broadcast or anywhere else since. And questioning the lack of reporting about whether it went to script when his sources indicated that he didn't. Well, he says, Dave and Daniel didn't have the scoop on the AJ Owen finish. I really wonder what sources they have nowadays. Uh, Fightful followed up on Rover's report and found fans in the arena who said Styles wasn't in the ring, but seemed visibly upset and got into a heated discussion with referee Brian Nguyen who took a bump which didn't seem to play in the result, and that Jerry Lawler joked with Owens about on Talking Smack. Their sources confirmed the finish wasn't what planned as of Saturday, but not whether KO was to reclaim the belt. Away, Keller at Pro Wrestling Torch, however, said on the uh, on his podcast that AJ was the plan winner, and there was chaos backstage after the finish. Where does this all, all leave us? Heading into full out edition of SmackDown, we've got more questions than answers. Well, regardless of what went down, there's certainly a weird turn for a few that's already featured a house show title change and probably spent its play in place in wrestling law. Not just for the reasons many of us thought an Owen-style program would be remembered. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Raw quickly. Dan, you saw the start of Raw, haven't you? Our main event for SummerSlam has been announced. Yes, fatal four-way. Well, it came from Washington, D.C. And last week, Roman Reigns and Joe slugged it out from Raw's main event. So he would be uh, until the winner when a universal title opportunity gets Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. But then Braun Strowman, of course, resurfaced and destroyed everybody, throwing the result into question. And Kurt Angle promised answers. And he cut right to the chase in the Raw's opening moments, setting the tension among the three heavyweights to announce the title match would be all of them in a fatal four-way match. So that would be Strowman, Joe, Reigns... And Brock Lesnar. Only one of them, Smurjo, was unhappy with the ruling. 
uh, behind the smoke submission scenes four and a three-way brawl ensured that Edward Strowman nearly driving reins through the canvas with a thunderous running power slam. To fight a plethora of superstars attempted to break up the brawl, the three of the Sumsams competitors got enough to a roaring start that even a fight in earnest in a triple threat match next week will have left. So move on to SmackDown. Dan, it was July 25th. What happened? The new US champion Kevin Owens is in the ring to open the show. Owens brags about winning the title back and says he's he can now forego back to defending it with the pride that it deserves. Therefore, tonight is a return of the Kevin Owens United States Open United States Title Open Challenge starting next week. And then AJ Styles comes out to say he wants his rematch for the US title tonight. And we have a return. Who is it? Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho. I thought he weren't going to come back for ages. But no, he interrupts and uh, the shouts quiet over and over. Owens, and one more time, quiet. He's sick of hearing Owens yakking and wants his rematch for the US title tonight. AJ says, not so fast, but Jericho cuts him off, saying someone cut in front of him at the supermarket the other day. And uh, Jericho says, do you know what I did to him? AJ says, you put him on the list. Jericho says, no, I punched him in the face and put him in the walls of Jericho in aisles in front one. As for AJ Styles, though, he just made the list. He made the list. Owens sneaks out of the ring at this point and then goes to walk up the entrance way. But just as he gets to the Titan Tron, Shane McMahon cuts him off to make a triple threat match for the title tonight. Oh, so the main event of SmackDown was... Turning Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles. But well, um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Basically a rematch from Sunday. Was it any better? It was a lot better. I think, uh, you know, you had a, a better a better match. Shinsuke Nakamura beat Baron Corbin with the Kinshasa. Kinshasa! Um, and then it goes... To Naomi, she's ready to defend her women's title at SummerSlam, but Natalia interrupts her. Natalia brags about how awesome she is and that she's a heart, as if we didn't already know. But Naomi talks about how Natalia needs to get out of the dungeon of the past and get ready to fill the glow. Do you think they can have a good match? I think Natalia and uh, Naomi can, you know, maybe create something special at SummerSlam? They could potentially, you know, we, we're both fans of Naomi. And Natalia, she's been around for a while. She is a good worker in the ring, so hopefully, you know, they can uh, glow. Yes, that's, that's hopefully. Uh, up next, Becky Lynch and Charlotte going against Tamina and Lana. We get the You Can't Wrestle chance before it's off to Tamina, who allows the hot tag to Charlotte. A knee to the back of the head gets the two on Tamina, but a super kick staggers Charlotte. Lana tags herself in, eats a big boot for the pin. And, uh, yeah, Charlotte and Becky beat Tamina and Lana. Jinder Mahal comes down to brag about what he did on Sunday. The modern-day Maharaja retained the title and says he'll be defending it at SummerSlam. Therefore, he needs an opponent. Q. John's... must be. But um, Mahal cuts him off. Mahal thinks Cena's going to call him out as an unworthy champion, but Cena has other ideas. He respects how much Mahal cares about the title and wants to put him on notice that Mahal is going to be facing Super Cena, his words, yeah. at SummerSlam. And it's going to be title number 17 
for Super Cena. Yeah, broke the record at SummerSlam by beating, like say, the, the foreign importer. Yes, uh, Cena leaves after a very short exchange, but as he goes to leave, Daniel Bryan cuts him off. As great as Cena is, he doesn't make the matches around here. Therefore, it's going to be Nakamura versus Cena next week in a first-time-ever match, and the winner gets the title shot at SummerSlam against Fucking Jinder Mahal. Fucking hell. So they're giving us John Cena, Nakamura, first time ever on live TV. They are indeed, yes. And uh, that should be a very interesting match. I bet that'll have a clean finish. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure Jinder Mahal's not going to get involved in any way, thinking that he's going to put them both out and then he's going to go against none of them, but ends up going against both of them. You heard it here first. Did uh, we get any reaction from um, Sami Zayn's victory over Mike Kenneth or maybe Tide in has just lost to Aiden English, Dan? Well, funny you should say that. Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger go against Aiden English and Mike Kanellis. Pretty straight up match really between the two. Ty sends Kanellis into the corner. Sami Zayn tags himself in. Hell of a kick puts Mike away. Oh, so, so hopefully that's put this... Kanellis uh, lost again. He did, yes. Oh no! Um, but here's the new day for their celebration. Oh God. Backstage as Biggie Langston's doing his It's a New Day, Yes It Is speech. They get jumped by the Usos. Oh. They entrance way. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. So <laughs> there's still a bit of heat between so them two. It's going to be the, the match at SummerSlam, it looks like, yeah. It goes backstage and Nakamura says Cena won't be able to see him next week. Oh. He'll see Jinder at SummerSlam. That's good. Uh, US title main event. Yeah, and, so, I made uh, it, so what happened in the main event then, Dan? It, you said to me it was a, a great match. Tell me all about it. Uh, Owens is defending, gets double teamed right at the bell, sending him outside in the process. The challengers trade near falls, but Owens comes back into deck AJ. Setting up the showdown, it's Jericho being sent to the outside so the champ can beat on AJ with some cross-face shots to the jaw, getting two of them. The calf pressure goes on, but Jericho breaks it up with a lion salt on the two. Lion salt for the two on AJ as we take a break. And we're back. You said to me earlier, it was triple threat match. That was a perfect triple threat match. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, it was quite a bit of the time it was mainly one-on-one because, you know, all three of them being two faces in the match, they're not going to team up on the hill and Jericho uh, and Owens isn't going to team up with Jericho and Styles. So, you know, it was normally like one-on-one with right, okay, like between right. the three guys. But, you know, um, after... I don't know, it's... You have to watch it, but... <laughs> so what was the finish then? Uh, the finish was AJ Styles. Well, what happened was Owens Owens hit Jericho with uh, a pop-up powerbomb. Right. Gets broken up by AJ Styles. And then he goes up... To, he throws Styles out. Goes up to the top for the bullfrog splash. And as Kevin Owens is just about to pin Jericho, Styles comes back in, throws Owens out, and then pins Jericho. Oh, so Jericho was the one pinned for Styles to win. So there's another United States Championship that's changed hands two days after, <laughs> after yeah. Battleground. How good, you like I said, the match is good. Was it better than anything on Battleground? Uh, I think if that match was on Battleground for the main event, it would have stole the show. Wow. So we, that was a... So it's a good smackdown then. Bloody good smackdown, yeah. And we, uh, like I say, next week's Cena Nakamura. It's going to be interesting. But I'm not happy, Dan. Do you know that? Why? Because you lost to me. 
Yes, I am a little bit down because I did lose to you. It's the first time in, in, in so long. Last time since NXT Brooklyn 2. But what is interesting, to cheer me up, we're going to look towards NXT Brooklyn 3. Because that is our next pay-per-view and our next live show as well, August 19th. And who will be in the main event? Well, for one, we know the reigning, defending, glorious Mr. NXT, Bobby Roode, will be in the main event. But against who, Dan? Well, we're going to find who, out who? who we're going to find who? out right now. And this is why my level of excitement is picking up. But we're going to find out who it is. We go to episode 402 of NXT, the 19th of July, number one contendership match. And it is Killian Dane, undefeated member of Sanity versus my man, the chosen one, Drew McIntyre. We're going to find out now, Dan, who the hell it is. And we're finding this out. And we've got the road to NXT TakeOver. I don't know. This is a huge match, and it is going to cheer me up. Hopefully, I mean, if Dane will ever say, <laughs> I tell you. Well, he is undefeated. He is, and he he's appeared on Wrestle. He was at WrestleMania this year, wasn't he? In the uh, Orange Is Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He is. He's getting a bigger push than the leader of Sanity, Eric Young. Yes, he is. Which is it's kind of strange, Eric Young, in this situation, but. Situation. Situation. We talk about that. Big Damo, of course, known around the world, the big Irishman, and Drew McIntyre from Scotland. So, this British representatives here going forward to see who will challenge the Canadian Bobby Roode. And, yeah, even though Dane does look impressive, McIntyre towers over him, Dan, you've got to say. He is a lanky streak of piss. No, come on, he's intimidating. He's got a... No, he does. <laughs> Was He wasn't intimidated when we met him in person, though. <laughs> uh, he towers over Killian Dane. Dane might be a little bit fatter, but McIntyre... I mean, if you were to build a WWE superstar from the ground up, he would look like Drew McIntyre. He is chiselled and just... And his time is coming, Dan. I said McIntyre, ever since he was sitting in the second row of TakeOver, it's going to be his time. He's going to be the one who dethrones Bobby Roode. And he will. But maybe not now, because Killian Dane has just run into Drew McIntyre like an auto-vehicle accident, Dan. And now he's got him down. And can Dane take advantage of this? Come on, McIntyre, you've got the toughness. You do know if McIntyre gets through, this is what the main event of NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 is going to sound like. Because I'm not going to let you get me down, man. It's going to be the biggest match in NXT history. It'll be McIntyre versus Rude. I'm going to love it. It's going to be awesome. But can Dane throw a spanner in the works? If Dane was to win, what does Dane have to do if he wants to beat McIntyre? Um, well, I would say use his sanity members, but they're not ringside, so... He can't use them. Um, I think he just needs to use his weight advantage he's got over Drew McIntyre and just keep the pressure on him. Well, McIntyre at the moment is being pressured by Killian Dane, who's showing the aggressive side. Is he the most impressive member of Sanity? And now with a huge elbow drop on Drew McIntyre. But then again, I think it is... No, actually, no, he's not. Nicky Cross Yeah, Nicky Cross is, yeah. But male male, I think it goes Killian Dane, Alexander Wolfe, then Eric Young. Yeah, Eric Young is the least entertaining member of Sanity at the moment. As another huge elbow by Killian Dane. Come on, Drew. You're the chosen one. Fight this! He's dreaming broken dreams at the yes. moment. My only worry, it might be too soon for Drew McIntyre. I thought Survivor Series would be a great time, but it looks like McIntyre's going to kick off the biggest party of the summer. Dane trying to get McIntyre down. McIntyre. Dane trying to get Drew down, but he can't kick out. Uh. And again with another pinning attempt and Drew kicking out after one. One. And it has been all Dane since the advert break. 
ordained as a minister. He's ordained. Drew's in serious trouble. Come on, Drew. You can fight this, son. He is, and Drew McIntyre's not towering over Dane while he's got his back to the canvas, James. He hasn't. But he's been in tough situations before. Situation. And now he's trying to fight out. Oh, my goodness. And he gets caught with a big knee. And go and try and pin. No. And Dane just holding Drew's shoulders down as he goes for his pinning attempt. But Drew managing to kick out. Ah, You're not going to get the job done like that. I should say, nobody panic, because we will have our normal NXT update uh, the weekend of our live show for NXT TakeOver. We just wanted to get this out now, so we're building it up. We'll look at all the latest episodes of NXT and 205, and of course have your news update as well. So don't I can't that. wait to see Killian Dane beat Bobby Roode for the <laughs> NXT Championship. Well, there is talk of a superstar shake-up. Look forward to Mojo Rawley being dropped down to NXT and beating Bobby Roode for the title. That would be my favourite. <laughs> Enzo Amore going down and challenging Mojo Rawley for his newly won... <laughs> NXT Championship. That'd be the greatest match of all time, wouldn't it? I went from Drew Bobby Roo to fucking uh, Enzo versus Mojo. Oh. Mojo, who's not uh, Enzo, who's not got a finisher, and Mojo, who's got no charisma. <laughs> and it looks like Dane is trying to rip the head off McIntyre's shoulders. McIntyre desperately trying to fight out of it, though. Shots to the midsection. Can he get some separation that he so needs? Oh, huge manages drop. to. Oh, with a jawbreaker. Well, the problem for Drew, you don't want to underestimate Dane. He is still a basic newcomer as he just drives through Drew McIntyre there. Undefeated. Yes, but so is Drew McIntyre, let's not forget. But there is a couple of more people who are undefeated as well. You know, people like Alistair Black, who I think will be involved in the title picture as well. I mean, that's, I think, you know, that's my only worry with Drew McIntyre. His greatest challenge might be Black as... Damo, not Damo. Oh, Dane, Dane working over <laughs> McIntyre in the corner, but McIntyre manages to pick him up and power him down for a power bomb. Could this get the job done? Oh, he could get the proper cover, but he got his hand over. Oh, Killian Dane with the kick out. Uh, and now McIntyre trying to get the crowd behind him, trying to stop the big hairball. Dane, shave your back, shave your back, shave your back. Oh, now both men trading huge punches. Who's going to get the best of this? Oh, looks like Drew McIntyre is, and he's used his foot this time. Look at that. Look at the strikes. Look at the speed of it. He's windmilling in. <laughs> if you've got a set of keys, make him count. Come on, Drew. Ducking Dane. Oh. oh and hits him with a big forearm, nips up. Can, can I be a bit like, at the moment, we have seen both of these men in Sittingbourne as well. So I want to say like. We have, yes. <laughs> oh, and look at the power McIntyre's got him up. Oh. Slams him down, and this will be it, surely. So, don't call me Shirley, but Damo with the kick out. Oh. Or we're, Dane with the kick out. Uh, we were asked the other day, got an email in saying, Do you put your uhs in? Do you have like a just one uh? And I said, No, everyone, every uh you hear is us doing it. Thank you very much. Oh, McIntyre with a big kick to Dane. Oh, Uh-oh. no, but Dane gets him up on the shoulders. Oh, running sent on. This could be over for McIntyre as he gets a... Swaggerbomb. Swaggerbomb. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. But McIntyre managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Dane cannot believe it, but you can't underestimate the power of Drew McIntyre either. He's travelled the world to win every single world title that he can, and Dane's going to put an end to this now. Except the WWE world title. We've seen this before. You just wait. Matter of time. Matter of time. But it might be Dane's chance now. 
Got him on his shoulders. Orton's won the world title more times than Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre <laughs> combined. McIntyre. He's won more Royal Rumbles than him. <laughs> this is nothing about Randy Orton right now, okay? This is talking about Drew McIntyre, talking about Eddie. Hear more about Randy Orton. You can listen to the Orton Anthologies, part one and part two, on SoundCloud. McIntyre's up now, looks like you're going to go for a kick. No, Dane reverses. McIntyre looking to go for that future shock DDT, but Dane turning it around, trying to go Northern Light suplex. But McIntyre's still holding on. Oh, but Dane rams him into the corner, and that might be the start of the end for McIntyre. I don't like this for Drew. He's been set up in the powerbomb. Pow! Oh. Slam to the mat. Oh, <laughs> big elbow drop as well. That's got to be it, too. No. Kick out. Oh. Drew showing his toughness there. He knows what the opportunity It's the biggest money match in NXT history come NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Well, who's going to do it? These two undefeated monsters, Dan. One of them is going to face Bobby Roode and looks like Dane's going to try and finish off Drew. Oh, it looks like he's going for a superplex. Oh, my word. Oh, oh a fisherman suplex <laughs> off the top rope or the second rope. If Dane can get an arm across, this is good night Vienna No, McIntyre. And he didn't hook the leg. Two. Go cover. Oh. Yes. Let's go to <laughs> Well, McIntyre managing to kick out uh, at the very last second. Second. Come on, Drew. He's he's trying to get his bearings. Oh, blocks the clothesline. Future shock DDT. This is it. One. one. Dane kicking out at one. What? And he's psyching himself <laughs> up. And McIntyre couldn't believe that. Then look at the shock on his face. And that's supposed to be a finisher, ladies and gentlemen, but it didn't keep him down for more than a second. Well, I don't think it takes away from the finisher. It takes away how strong Killian Dane is. He gets to his feet and his McIntyre can look for the Claymore kick. Bang! Straight but this a... uh, <laughs> Dane's not even staying down. <laughs> he's alive. slapping himself around the face and he's sitting up. He's alive. Drew McIntyre didn't even have a chance to go for a pin. Go on, Drew. Make your dreams come true. Dane on his knees. Come on. Oh, he gets hit with another Claymore kick. <laughs> That's it. One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> and your <laughs> new number one contender. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is now one match, one win. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre is now one win away from becoming the NXT champion and the new face of the company at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 that is what the build up and excitement is all about but we have got the match well I've got the match that I wanted Bobby Roode McIntyre but we'll talk about this one quickly Dan what do you think with McIntyre Dane? Yeah it was alright it was uh, it was certainly a good number one contenders match but again you know I'm not sure why Killian Dane was in the fold I know they're yeah. both undefeated but it's better than Drew McIntyre losing to Alistair Black, I suppose. Yeah, well, that will not happen, will it? But, like I say, a bit interesting Dane's in there. I think he did himself fucking a lot of credit in this match. He did, know? certainly, yeah. And, you know, the way he just bounced up <laughs> from the Future Shock DDT and the first Claymore kick, you know, it just goes to show what a monster he is. But, again, he's not the leader of sanity. Eric Young is. Yes. Well, Eric Young might have trouble with that, you know. We might see if we go along. But... McIntyre's date with destiny is it will be Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode at NXT TakeOver. I cannot wait. It is going to be huge. But that is everything from episode 114 today. And and I think if it teaches us anything, this match or what we saw on SmackDown, 
is that time changes everything. Because, yes, we might have a bad pay-per-view in Battleground, but just give us 24 hours and WWE sorts itself out, you know. And even though we have got horrible things happening, like my whole WWE Championships and Mojo Rawley and Big Cass Wrestling, but we have to look at the silver lining. And that, for me, is NXT's TakeOver Brooklyn 3, which will be August 19th live show. But, Dan, anything about anything we've watched today? Nope. Okay, so that is it. To contact us, go to Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We've also got a friend on Twitter, Dan. We do indeed. We have at Mini Chris Benoit. You can come and find him and just see how he's trying to make the world a better place. We're on Facebook as well. On Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with the WWE Network Review podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. We're also on Google. Yeah, we're across all the Google platforms. The WNR podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. WWE Network View on Google+. And, of course, don't forget we're on YouTube where we've got all the latest things going up on there, all the latest videos and clips. Don't forget to subscribe to the WWE Network View podcast on YouTube. And the latest videos, the latest podcasts go up there as you do. And all other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Also on Stitcher Radio, Spreaker Radio. We're going to have the live shows, of course, and iTunes download, subscribe, rate, and review there. Next week, WNR115, it is WWE versus WCW, the Monday Night Wars from 1997. Dan's a good one, isn't it? It is bloody good, yeah. You know, you get to see all the good points of it. So, you know, definitely one you don't want to miss. Yep, you like Sting, you like the NWO, you like Steve Austin, you like Bret Hart, you like Shawn Michaels, you like The Undertaker, you like all that stuff from 20 years ago. That's what's going to be happening. Attitude era. Attitude era starting next week, yes. It is the advent of attitude. But that is everything. I have been James Rollins, and as always, I was joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye. What's that matching on my ear? Perhaps the end is drawing near. You never hear the shot that takes you down. Out of time.